0: We're growing third graders podcast. It is myself, T3 Collects, or Carlos and Jason today. Todd is away on assignment. So today we have Chris or Everything's Plastic today. Welcome to the official
1: podcast. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No problem.
0: We have been scheduling like crazy with everybody. So, (laughs) thank you for doing this. Thank you for taking the time to, you know, on your vacation to do this. No, I'm
1: just happy to be here, man. Fantastic. We're glad to have you.
0: All right. So, Chris, I know you've been on Yakin with UConn before. Uh, Has that been the only podcast you've been on, or I guess live stream?
1: yeah uh yeah it is (laughs) yeah all my live streams yeah that's the only other channel that i've been kind of involved with and uh yeah so it's nice to be invited somewhere else
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you got where's he's from uh oklahoma right
1: yeah i think so
0: yeah i believe so and then now you've got chicago and california so you're getting you're getting spread all over the united states now so <laughs> more and more people will get eyes on you.
1: Awesome. I'm from a little and island so... in Canada, so <laughs> Nice. So what, what's the uh,
0: what's the island again?
1: Uh it's Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Newfoundland, whoa. Long ways away. So tell us
0: about New Let's <laughs> tell us about Newfoundland. Like what's what's it like living there?
1: Uh you can have like all four seasons in a day. (laughs) That's the weird thing about it. You can, uh, it could be like, you could go out, you could be outside getting a, getting a suntan and the next minute it's raining. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's foggy, I wouldn't be surprised if it starts snowing. Uh, the only thing is we don't have like a lot of tornadoes, earthquakes and all that stuff. Like we're safe from that stuff, but for the most part, we, uh, never know, uh, what kind of weather we have in store for today. (laughs) But, uh, wow yeah. it sounds yeah. like chicago yeah <laughs> yeah it's a uh, i don't know it's, it's good it's nice i don't know i don't know man it's an island right that's the that's the <laughs> crappy thing about it but, like when it comes to collecting and stuff like that living on an island a lot of times we're the last people uh, like the last people to get anything and sometimes like i said previously we'll get stuff but it'll be like six seven eight months down the road Six, eight months. Sometimes, but then oh my the weird thing is, sometimes we're the first ones to get stuff too. So it's kind of it's weird, man. But a lot of times, like uh, the uh, I'm sh- I'm still after the Michael Keaton Batman. And yes, okay. it actually hit only hit two stores here. Uh, one one case hit our Toys R Us, and then we had a couple hit one of the GameStops. Stops. Other than that, it hasn't uh, shown up here at all. Our Walmarts don't have it. Um yeah. So uh,
2: do your Walmarts get gold label exclusives?
1: Uh very rarely. Okay. We don't see any uh like the classifieds. Excuse oh, me, oh no any of the Marvel Legends. Like it gets halfway across Newfoundland and then that's it. Like it never gets to the other part. And it's weird because we're the capital of Newfoundland in St. John's. But yes. it never hits here. It gets as far as Cornerbrook, like the west coast of Newfoundland. So yeah, so when it comes oh, to exclusives, God. man, we're like crap out of luck for exclusive spots.
0: Wow, that's that's crazy. That
1: well, it is a beautiful place to live. Like, like uh, tourism is pretty big here. Uh, a lot of people from uh, the states come here and buy up properties, and uh, it, it's a nice vacation place. Like the older I get, the more I appreciate living here. Well, when I was younger, I was like, "No, nah, I, I got to get get off this island, man. I got to, I got to yeah. I can move somewhere else. I got to move somewhere cooler." But uh, you know, now I'm almost forty, and uh, I like uh, being near the ocean, and yeah, it's cool.
2: Oh yeah, you can't beat so, that.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: But If you were so, just say like that. You had an opportunity to get out of there. Where would you end up wanting to move to? Oh my god.
1: Uh, I don't know, man. I would like to travel. I don't know if I necessarily would like to move away from here. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> hey,
2: that's, and that's perfectly okay. Answer, like. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I think um, to the point now where I just, I'm comfortable living here. And, uh, you know, crime is not too bad. It's It's busy, but it's not too busy that it's overwhelming. So it's still kind of quiet, still kind of relaxing. But at the same time, we do live in a city, so it's kind of—I don't know—I'm just comfortable here now. But I would like to travel. I would like to go uh, across the states. I would like to go like Ireland, somewhere like that. Uh, there's a few places in Canada that I haven't been to, so mm. I just like to travel. But I'm—I'm I'm comfortable living here.
0: So have you tra- the states? What's that? Sorry. Have you traveled to the states?
1: No, I've never been to the states. I've been to. Uh, okay. Nice. I've been to one place in Canada. It's called Deer Island, and it basically uh, you go to the edge. Basically, well, it's a little tiny, tiny island, but as you're driving, you can actually look across and you can see people walking down the road from uh, I think it's Eastport, Maine. Okay. So you can literally like see Americans walking down the road from, from Canada. It's kind of weird. Wow. If you had a uh, you know binoculars or something like that, you'd see across and you can actually like see their faces. You're you're that close. So it's kind of cool. You see a lot of military ships going through the the narrows and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's kind of cool. But that's the wow. closest I've been to uh, the states. Oh wow. So
0: what would be the first state you would want to visit if you were to come here?
1: I love to take my kids to Disneyland. I know yeah. it's probably a cliche answer, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be a cool experience. Uh, Florida.
2: Uh, Oh God, don't let that be your first experience.
1: <laughs> I know everyone says that too, but like a lot of my buddies go to Florida every year and they love it.
2: Oh gosh. I've been to Florida a couple times and it's definitely, uh, just be careful of the certain places that you go. Uh, put it that way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah, it's something likes, in the water, uh, man,
2: in Florida. Yeah. California is nice, yeah. too.
1: Like, uh, you see, I mean, I'm familiar with California from movies and TV shows. It looks beautiful.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. California is beautiful uh, from a distance.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, I have grown up. Well, I live in Northern California. It's a lot different than Central and Southern California. Oh, okay. So, pretty much Sacramento... Let's say Sacramento up, yeah. Sacramento up to the like the Oregon border, it's all it's like living in Arizona. It's like hot. It's like hot, hot. Um, when you get into like the Bay Area and below, that's where yeah, I think that's probably why there's it's such there's such big cities because that's where everyone likes to live. It's like San Francisco area. It's like the in the fifties, sixties, seventies. Southern California, you're looking at like the 80s at most sometimes it hits a hundred down there not i guess not very often uh yeah i mean if i was ever to move away from here i would move back to oregon i, I really i love oregon awesome yeah oregon's oregon's cool um yeah i mean if you ever come to the states definitely obviously california i mean i wouldn't say that's a cliche answer going to disneyland because that's like everyone wants to go to disneyland
1: yeah and it's just something to like all experience, those experience, right like my daughter's 16 now but my son's yeah. nine so i don't know it just
2: yeah made, it's good like, a cool experience i've never been to
1: disneyland
2: or disney world <laughs> I, I don't know, and I, my I'm, my little sister I'm is kidding, named I'm, after Disney princesses, and I've never been. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Disneyland. Uh, do the last time I was there it was probably like twelve, and I'm forty four, and my kids. I've always wanted to go. It's just super expensive to go. Yes, um, very. But the one thing I would always say to people that are coming to California to do Disneyland is. You got to do Disneyland and Universal Studios, and you got to do the Warner Brothers uh, lot tour. Like you kind of like have oh, to yeah. be here like a week or two just to experience. It. So,
3: oh yeah, way, you I know,
0: go for that kind of get lot. it all out of the way, and you're like, okay, that was yeah, you're like, I got that out of the way. I don't need to go for a while. Or there's some people that go like all the time to Disneyland. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. That's just so much money. <laughs>
2: yeah it is it's insane yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not made out of money i'm, I'm i work for every dollar i get
1: same here but i'm boring so if i had to yeah. go there personally i would probably go somewhere like the grand canyon like that's the stuff that excites me oh yeah the grand canyon right, right. absolutely I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a big people person i know uh, i have a youtube channel but i'm not good with big crowds <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> me like, neither i can i can spend my entire life and barely talk to anybody and I'm, I'm fine with that but uh you know my uh my kids are a different story they like uh they like head around and the excitement and all that stuff but i'm like yeah boring the better <laughs> quiet, <laughs> is, nice. quiet it is. is nice i appreciate quiet being I, I i i don't know the older i get the more i appreciate like silence and just like downtime and relaxing and and stuff like that so
0: absolutely so is that partly like why you got into toy collecting where you've obviously been into toy collecting for a long long time
1: uh six years five or six years okay so not not that long i know most most of my friends and most of the guys i talk to on youtube uh, have been at it for most of their lives but uh Yeah, no, it's only five or six years for me that I actually got into collecting uh, action figures and stuff. I've always been a collector of some sorts. Uh, I started collecting like hockey cards when I was a kid, sports uh, cards, stuff like that. But I eventually got out of that and then I uh, started buying lots of cars. (laughs) So I stopped (laughs) uh, doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, like Fast and Furious hit. So then, like, you know, I mean, every teenage kid, every teenage boy is like, yeah, I'm going to buy a car, I'm going to do up my car. (laughs) Right. You know. <laughs> and then I got out of that and I started playing music. So I started buying uh, guitars. At one point I had like 11 guitars and I'm Whoa, not wow. the, I am oh not need 11 guitars. But, well, <laughs> yeah, I've always been a collector uh, of, of something. Like there's, there's always something that I need to focus on.
0: Gotcha. So guitars. So what, uh, so what got you into collecting guitars? Was it a certain band or music
1: I've always been into music. Music's always been uh an escape for me. And if you're going through something, like music is the thing that will snap me out of it or get me through. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Mark Tremonti fan. Okay. From Alta Bridge. Well, formerly yeah, from Creed. But, um, Creed, yeah, yeah. And obviously everybody everybody loves Slash, right? So.
0: Oh, boy, yeah, of course. Who, who doesn't like <laughs> Slash, dude? Oh, yeah he's like to me i I don't know maybe when i was a kid i wasn't really allowed i don't know i wasn't really allowed to listen to stuff like that per se i mean i did anyway and he was like to me growing up he was kind of like a cartoon character in in a sense because he had the big top hat and his hair was always hanging out and the glasses on and but dude, that dude is awesome. He's a good guitarist. He's probably
1: one of the best.
0: Definitely
1: so one of the say... best living
2: guitarists.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, for yeah.
1: sure. I don't know if he's the best technical We're... player, but when it comes down to no. writing, uh his music and uh, the riffs that he do come up with, it's amazing.
0: Oh, totally, totally. Totally agree. Yeah.
1: And that's so why what I like Monty too. He's just a very uh, melodic but mm-hmm. he's heavy, and he's uh, very technical as well. And a lot of people, when you say Creed, they just kind of tune him out. But if you actually right. listen to, like, uh, well, eventually when he got into Alter Bridge, if you actually listen to the guitars uh, part of it, uh, it's it's amazing. Wow. Didn't, he go
0: out on his, didn't he go out on his own after Yes, he,
1: he has uh, three solo albums as well. I think it is. Wow! Okay. Thought, and then Miles Morales. Uh, Miles Morales. Oh my God! Miles <laughs> Kennedy. Looking at my Spider-Man's, but Miles <laughs> Kennedy. He uh, when Ultra Bridge were kind of on a a uh, break and Tremonti was doing a solo thing. Miles Morales. <laughs> oh my God! I'm saying again. Malz <laughs> it again. Miles Kennedy. Too many Miles. But uh, Miles Kennedy actually went with Slash and uh, what's the singer with Slash before Guns N' Roses got back together. So it's uh it, oh, okay. It's cool. It's uh. So basically, then two of my favorite guitar players kind of like kind of merged for a bit, and the world understand. Kind of I thought it was pretty awesome. World collide. Awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, do, are you into uh, like a certain genre? Are you like a rock music, or are you into everything?
1: I'm in everything. It's uh yeah. yeah, a little bit of everything, and that's I'm I'm like that with collecting. I'm like it with movies. I'm like it with everything. So it's uh, I don't deep dive into one specific thing that's like you guys you really like movies and you know the directors and all that stuff i watch a movie i enjoy <laughs> movies but that's it though like you know, what I mean i'm not all in like and then right. i'm off to this i know a little bit about this i know a little bit about everything but not a lot about one specific thing so that's uh, always uh, <laughs> coming on a yeah. podcast or coming on to someone else's live stream especially with people that's been into this stuff all their life uh i feel like kind of overwhelmed a little bit but oh really yeah because I, I don't have the knowledge like most people do uh, about this stuff so hmm.
0: so I think
1: here um
0: so what's the last like what are you what are you currently listening to like music wise well, you can name off like whoever or songs doesn't matter
1: oh my god uh I don't know, man, Guns of Roses are always a go to for me. Um, if you had to see my playlist, it's 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 crazy, it's a mixture of everything. So <laughs> I, I kind of go towards the heavier side of music, right? Gotcha. But then five seconds later, I'm listening to Ratney Travis digging up bones, like, uh, it's <laughs> one extreme to another. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all over the place. Yeah, I'm the same
2: way. I don't discriminate when it comes to sound. You know, if something moves me, it moves me, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the last few yeah. things that I listen to would be uh, like for some, like Sash Jordan, and then it's the <laughs> Dragon Ball theme song. <laughs> <laughs> <To> Megadeth. <laughs> right? Then it's System of the Down, and then it's Cranberries and Alter Bridge and Randy Travis. Uh, Wow. <laughs>
3: it's, yeah, that it's is yeah, it's all over the place. For my yeah. like rap
1: phase where I, all I listened to was rap music, and then it's gone back to, like, say, stuff like Creed, and then you're like your 90s rock. and lo- I'm really big in the 90s. I, I can't get over the 90s rock. I like 90s music, I like 90s movies. I was oh, born yes. in the 80s, but I was born in 84, but the 90s is what I remember. Right.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean,
1: same here. I grew up.
0: I grew up uh, in the '80s, so obviously, like a lot of the stuff that I grew up with was the '80s stuff. But my, I think my favorite movies are in the '90s, which is uh, kind of weird, I guess, for someone that grew up in the '80s. And I do appreciate the '80s stuff, but like yeah. a lot of the '90s stuff, I feel like spoke to me di- differently than the '80s stuff. You guys, you both guys, have uh, something similar to like that, like when you grew up in an era and then you know oh you're supposed to like that era of stuff but then say like you grew up in the 90s or 2000s you tend to gravitate more towards that kind of like music or movies or whatever
2: early 80s all day baby
0: early 80s okay
2: early i i I totally just identify with that period of time just everything that was going on at that time
1: Probably early, actually late '80s for me, and probably early early '90s. I think it's hmm. it's a sweet spot for me. It's a, it's the best of both worlds.
2: Some of the best movies yeah. came out. Some of the best music was made. Yeah, um, around '80 between 1977 and 1982, that was like so much crazy shit happening at that time. You know, huge movies, great amazing albums. I, I don't know. That's just for me. Like I always think about that time.
0: I think mine would be probably cause I was just skateboarding. So a lot of like what I listened to was, I mean, growing up, I listened to whatever my parents listened to. Like my mom was into like Christian music. So I would listen to that. And then my dad was into like oldies. So my mom was too. So a lot of that, a lot of the, uh, like 80s rock, like Springsteen and uh, Tom Petty. I'm trying to think of all the other rock bands. i like, Metallica, my dad didn't really listen to, but I knew who they were, Michael Jackson, like the pop stuff. And then when I got into like music that I discovered through skateboarding, I got into uh, punk rock
1: and yeah. ska music. <laughs> you can't and then, skateboard unless you listen to it. It seems like it's mandatory. Totally... Yeah.
0: Right, Totally. And then when I lived in Oregon, I got into swing music and blues, which is, like, very random to happen. But, like, there's a whole connection and with punk music and ska and blues and, st- and jazz. It's really strange. And I never thought they would connect, but they do. Super weird. Super
3: weird.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but, hey, you know, we all like what we like. I, currently my freaking playlist is all over the place. It's usually some sort of crazy metal or punk music or rap music. And every once in a while there'll be some like random pop song that'll get thrown in there. And I'm like, well, I think the other day I was like, why is Justin Bieber playing on my playlist right now? That is so
2: random.
1: Justin <laughs> Bieber, some Ed Sheeran.
2: Like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. It just yeah. <laughs>
0: even like Taylor Swift pops in. I'm like, how does this coordinate with metal and punk music and rap I don't. Know.
2: I, can so random, thing, man.
1: I don't care what it is. Oh yeah. I'll yeah. get into some
2: Gaga. I'll be, then I'll swing She's over to some Gary Goldsmith. Then, I'll, you know, yeah, I don't, I love, I, I've always had appreciation for music. I've always been musically inclined. I, I'm all about the sound.
1: I used to get made fun of a lot as a kid. Cause I was obsessed with Michael Jackson and Prince. Really? And I would go through, like, my hometown just... Back then, you used to have big subwoofers in your car, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the Fast and yeah. furious, uh, furious Age and stuff like that. So, you know, your big setup in your car and stuff like that. And Yeah, you couldn't even hear a sound at It was just bass. It was like pound, pound, pound bass. <laughs> just, like, just away. You
2: yeah. know, I have to say, if there was one artist that I could, um that I had to take with me on a, on a desert island and, and all I could listen to was their music, uh, Prince is the only artist that I would bring on the island, because you're not going to find a more varied uh, body of work. Whatever yeah. you want, hip-hop, uh, R&B, you know, classical, I mean, religious music, whatever, rock music, whatever you want, he's got something for you.
1: Yeah, he was an amazing artist, too. He can play almost everything, man.
2: He was, yeah, yeah was I mean, true. yeah, he was a true also, a true, yeah. a true musical genius uh, of the 20th in 21st century, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. My favorite artist.
0: I can't think of any artist nowadays that is even remotely close to like a Prince. I don't know if there is any. No,
2: not that are playing, not that are showcasing their musical their their actual instrumental talents like that. There's really not I, that I can think of. Some can play really good, pretty decent guitar rhythm, rhythm guitar, but nothing crazy like. You know, no crazy bass solos and mainstream anything anymore. What's up with that? You know, no mu- nobody's showcasing their, their musical instrument talents like in mainstream. Uh, a lot of mainstream stuff. I don't get that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the digital age kind of ruined some some music. Like everything's a, a you know a track. It's not like they're recording things lively really anymore. I don't. I don't know. It's really strange because they were talking about how like rock music's dead, and I'm like, well, yeah. If you really think about it, what do you listen to, or what do you hear mostly? Like, if you listen to a radio, it's pop music, country music, and rap. That's it. Like,
3: only thing you're gonna get
2: is is a sappy, or yeah, you're gonna get a sappy uh, male artist, uh, pandering to the female audience with really uh sappy songs. You're gonna get some oldies. Um, You're going to get some trendy hip-hop music and uh, some uh, breakup songs. That's what you're going to get nowadays. That's all you're going to get.
0: It's true. You're not wrong. I mean, that's mainly the reason why I don't listen to radio anymore. I mean, I was (laughs) one of those guys that was very against, I guess, downloading and then One of my best friends was like, Look at my library. And I'm like, Where did you get all this music? He's like, Oh, I just downloaded it from this one site. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you can do that with I was like, All right. And then I was like, I was still I was still buying CDs, but I was just like, Oh, I can get these albums like months before they come out. I'm like, Okay. And that was it. That's all it took. The last CD I bought was uh I think Blink-182's California. That was in like 2018 and 19.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it,
0: it's not open. I just bought it because I was like, oh, I'm a huge uh, Blink-182 fan. And I, was like, I have every one of the CDs. I might always well just get these ones, too. Yeah, I, I'm obsessed. Not uh, not obsessed with Blink-182, but it's just really weird how I collect certain random. first
2: CD I ever bought was a Blink-182
1: single.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You first CD CD
1: was? <laughs> the first CD I ever bought was Hootie and Blowfish, Crack Rear View. This is it Crack Review? Oh,
0: yeah, I think and so. I,
1: yeah. I love it. Nice. I thought they were awesome, man.
0: That was a big album. I remember that. Oh my gosh, that was a huge album.
1: Sappy music, but I liked it.
0: Yeah, and now like I said,
1: he's. A uh, Jam Out the Metallica, Megadeth, and then Hootie and the Blowfish.
0: <laughs> hey, there's another wall with that. That's actually, that's a. That's actually a good lineup of, like, songs right there.
1: My dad was built really big into uh rock, so he would be – my dad's driving me to school and Guns N Roses and Deep Purple and all that stuff was playing on radio. And then uh towards weekends, stuff like that, mom would have, like, George Jones, a lot of, like, classic country and stuff. So it's kind uh-huh. of engraved in my brain.
0: So... Yeah, that scene – I think kind of like our musical choices tend to start out with what we grow up with.
3: Yeah. And then, like, uh,
0: then you kind of venture out into like whatever your friends are listening to. And then you kind of get a collective, like I guess library of music that you start listening to. And then I know I go through phases where I'll like stop listening to one I would say like, I guess genre of music. Cause I'll get into something else. Uh, I don't know. Is that something that's something that you do as well?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm all oh, I know this. Jason does that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but on that note, fellas, um, as much as I would love to continue this conversation, I actually have to step away. Um, unfortunately, uh, my time this day, on this day is very limited um, because I have to go to a baby shower. But it has been great meeting you. Uh, everything's plastic. I, I will definitely check out your material. I'm not as familiar with you, but uh, thank you so much for being on the show, and I really appreciate, I appreciate you taking the time to to spend the spend your Sunday evening with us.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice to finally meet Take you. Take care, fellas. Hi, <laughs> right, Jason.
3: Nice
0: All right, that was Jason. <laughs> now let's get into the meat and potatoes. Now it's joking. Um, <laughs> so, what what have you been up to lately? Like, what's been going on with you currently?
1: Just been surviving, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's you wake up and you do what you got to do, and uh, you, you know, and you just hopefully the next day is better. But you know what it's like when you're working all the time, and yeah, it's just work and YouTube. I uh, try to get out a video when I can. Try to make some shorts. Uh, other than that, man, I don't have a lot of time for for any anything else, really.
0: Yeah. So how how are your uh, how are your videos and how are your shorts doing right now?
1: Uh, hit or miss. Some are good. Uh, I mean, I have some shorts that barely break a hundred, and then right now I just got one short that actually passed four hundred thousand views. So. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, Dang. so it's oh, it's crazy. one extreme to the next, right? And uh, I've been putting putting my uh, shorts on TikTok, uh, just just to have kind of my stuff everywhere, on every right. platform. And I finally had a video uh, get like fifty thousand views or something, which is good for me. Usually on wow. TikTok, my videos get like maybe two two or three hundred views. Okay. And I've seen it on Instagram. Like Instagram, I'm lucky if I put a short or a reel on Instagram. I'm lucky if it breaks like 50 views. So hmm. It's a toss-up, man. It's uh, I just put out everything and just hope for the best.
0: So, is that how you got your subscribers on your YouTube channel? Was that be your shorts, or has it been your actual long form video?
1: Uh primarily shorts. I think uh, if you the way they have way YouTube is right now, I, I think you. If you want to grow, I think you're you don't have much of a choice to uh, other than to do shorts. I think shorts is uh, probably the easiest way to grow on YouTube right now. Finding right. what everybody wants to see—that's uh, that's always trial and error. Uh, but it's a it's a mystery, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Most of my, most of my subs have come from shorts, uh, by my reviews kind of gain subs too. So it's kind of all over the place, but primarily shorts. That being said though, I mean, I put out two or three reviews a week, but I'm putting out two or three shorts a day. So, hmm. you know what I mean? If you looked at all my videos, I have probably, uh, four, to- four or five times more shorts than I do reviews and live streams and all that stuff. So, so yeah, there is more something. quantity too, right? So.
0: Yeah, that's something that I've noticed uh, that you focus a lot on shorts more than long-form video, which, I mean, obviously it's paying off for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, but like time is a big factor for me too, right, with my work schedule kids and being married and cat and dog and just life in general. Uh, shorts are good. You, you can come downstairs and I can make 10, 15 shorts and that can do me uh, for four or five days. So if I don't have a lot of time throughout the week, then I'll just kind of, Edit up the shorts that I have and just post it. Out, post it whenever, right? So, shorts are good. They're uh, quick, easy content for people that don't have a lot of time.
0: Right. So, do you schedule out your shorts, or are you just edit them and then post them? Yeah, man. Them um,
1: just flying by. <laughs> really? I just yeah. do it whenever. Okay. Yeah, I okay. uh, I tried to get on a set routine, and I I just can't even stick to a set routine of uh, say probably doing. Uh, a review on Monday, like you know what i mean like he, i tried to do a schedule for reviews and i can't even stick to that because i i just kind of put it out whenever so some days i'll have like four reviews out in uh like consecutive days and then uh-huh. other, th- other times i'll go like four or five days to review uh i went 12 days and then i put out a review <laughs> and then there's like four or wow. five days straight of reviews again so i'm all over the place same thing with shorts i try to do at least one short a day. Uh, Some days I'll go up to three shorts and I'll try to space them out different times to see. Uh, It just depends. There's times that I put out a video with the exact same title on the exact same day. And sometimes that I get 5,000 views and I'll do the exact same figure, (laughs) the exact same (laughs) title, just kind of change it around just to test the algorithm. And that would barely break 100 views, so. Uh, I've been playing around with just trying all different things to to figure out the YouTube algorithm and uh, I'm no closer at all. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the YouTube algorithm is a freaking nightmare. I feel like because I've only been doing this I think since was it last year? I don't even know now. I think it's been last year. Yeah, it's been a year. I don't even know. See, that's how bad it is. Like, I don't even remember um, Shoot, I did try to think. I'm at, where am I at? I'm at like 757 subs right now. Yeah. And seven of those all happened because of uh, a short I posted yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I honestly do not, I do not look at my subs. Like, yeah. I only know when I get that notification from either TubeBuddy or VidIQ. That's only how I know, usually. I don't really pay attention to it. I just post stuff whenever. And I've noticed, like, so the first short I've posted was from Spirit Halloween. And I was like, oh, you know, it's not, like, anything interesting. And it has almost 3,000 views in, like, 24 hours. Yeah. I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> it's, it's it's so strange and yeah. then I did, an, I did another one the same day like i don't know maybe like 10 minutes later and it only has 60 views and then i did one later on in the day at walmart and it has 126 views i posted that same one i posted uh, from walmart on my tiktok and it has way more views and it's like so weird how the tiktok and youtube algorithm work
1: yeah it's uh i find TikTok more balanced. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, like you're almost guaranteed, like I only have like 200 follow- Well, before I put out my last video, I got 50,000 views off of it. Jesus, I only had so like 230 uh, followers or whatever it's called on TikTok. I don't really know. I don't yeah, use followers. It followers? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I put out this one 50,000. Now I'm going up to like five or 600 or whatever it is. But I was always guaranteed like 220, anywhere from 200 to 250 views. Almost every single short I put out, I was guaranteed 200 to 250, which kind of made sense. So you know what you're right. you're going to get, right? It's more balanced, yeah, which is good and bad. But uh, because YouTube, like, I mean, I never expected a uh, short to get 400, 100,000 views at all. So
0: yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. YouTube's so weird. I mean, I know TikTok's kind of the same way. It's TikTok. They always say like you have to post on certain days at certain times, and I'm like, yeah, I don't believe that because I've posted like a video on or a, you know a TikTok on TikTok at like a no, I don't know, I even know like the most random time, and it yeah. has like I don't know like four thousand views. It got it had thousand views in like a minute, and I was like, holy shit!
3: Yeah,
0: I, I was just like, how was that? Well, I posted the same thing on YouTube Shorts, and it didn't do anything. Then I did the actual long-form video review, and it yeah. has, like, I think it has, like, 4,000 views or something like that. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a mystery. That's why anytime uh you know, anyone asks me for if someone wanted some advice or something like that, I don't think I'm in a position to give anybody advice. <laughs> but uh, I, I just tell them to put everything out, man. Don't worry about it. Just... Yeah. Just put it out. Who cares? If you get five views, you get five views. If you get a thousand views, you get a thousand views. Just put it out.
0: Do you believe in the consistency to rule? Out, you
1: know?
0: Right, that's true. Um, do you believe in the consistency rule, or if you're consistently posting stuff on YouTube and TikTok, that what, that's what helps grow your? Like, I think you should TikTok? try to post
1: something every single day. Yeah. yeah. Whatever be a short, but I always have have something like every every day, every couple of days. Since I started posting daily, uh, that's when I found my channel kind of took off a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's when you start seeing you, um, like your channel and the, like, what do they do? In, can't even think of YouTube, like the new videos, whatever they call that section. That's when you start seeing, like, I, I know, like, the first time I ever even, I've, not say I've heard of you, I've heard of you, but I didn't know who you were until you were on Yukon's. And yeah. I was like, oh, wait a minute well, he was in, oh, suggested. Well, he's been in my suggested. I didn't know. it didn't, like, put two and two together because it would be, yeah. like, suggested to me would be, like, UConn Phil, and then there was you, and I was just like, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, you're on his Yaku Yukon. UConn. I was like, oh, <laughs> so they know each other, and the algorithm knows that I watched UConn, so, I, yeah. okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's super interesting how that all works. I still haven't cracked anything that was my yeah. thing like when I, when I started my channel i was consistently going at it like posting videos like every other day and then in like october of last year yeah it was last year i took a break and i noticed when i took a break everything went came to a screeching halt and it's taking oh, okay. me this long almost a year later to gain not like the followers or the subscribers but like a momentum of people like watching videos it's YouTube is very hard. Like the moment you take a break, you you know you're up for an uphill battle to yeah. battle back where you are. And at. that's uh,
1: I've been I've been wanting to kind of step away for a few like a few times now, and it's a few times that I wanted to just drop it and be done with it. Right. And uh, but I feel like I put so much work into it now to get to where I'm at that. uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm fine with it now. Like, uh, once my channel start uh, to go take off a little bit, like it took me a year and a half to get 500 subs. Oh, wow! So, uh, now I don't mind investing the time into it because I, I feel like it's more worthwhile now, right? Before, before I hit a thousand subs, man, I was super frustrated and I wanted to give up. And uh, my son is the reason why I started the channel in the first place, he wanted me to start. Right. And back uh, just before oh, last August, so about a year ago, I said to my son, uh, "I'm done. Like dad's dad's done. Uh, this is taking up too much time. I just don't want to do it anymore." And he got upset. And I was like, "You know what? I'll give it another. I'll give it another go. Uh, I'll keep at it." And then a couple of months later, just start taking off. And
0: <laughs> now look at you. You're doing well.
1: So I was I was doing it for him, and then I wanted to quit, and I continued to do it for him. But now he's kind of lost his interest, and so now I'm just doing it for me. And I'm after well, meeting a lot of people, so now this is my motivation to keep going.
0: Good. So um, you said you're doing this for yourself now, which is good. Uh, I guess the main thing I could say, because I think you and I kind of started, you know, not not that far apart from each other because we've both been doing this for about the same amount of time.
1: Yeah. It's two years uh, you... and three months for me now.
0: Okay. Um, as long as you're having fun, are you still having fun? Are you having fun now doing it?
1: Yeah. Cause there, once I, I had this goal of a thousand subs, that's all I want. I, I just wanted my thousand subs just to prove that I can get to a thousand subs. Cause when I started the channel, everybody laughed at me everyone's like, "What you're going to do YouTube? You can't even get in a family picture. You get nervous. You're, you're the most anxious person and angry person that I ever met. It's like it's no way that you're going to do YouTube, right?" And it kind of just took everybody off guard when I started doing YouTube. So uh, I just wanted to prove to myself that I can do it. And once I got to a thousand subs, and then eventually once I got monetized, there was no pressure anymore. You know what I mean? So right. when there's right. no pressure to get to a milestone and stuff like that, and when you feel like you did everything that you set out to do, then it's fun again. I'm having fun with it now. There's, there's no pressure. If I don't put out a video, I don't put out a video. Before it was, I got to get a video because I'm trying to get my watch time. Or I got to yeah. put out some shorts today because I need to keep the subs going. You know what I mean? So now yeah. it's just like, it's on cruise control now. So it's, if I gain subs, I gain subs. I've, I've already, I know I'm only at 6,000 subs, but I have com- I have accomplished everything that I out to do. So everything else is a bonus for me now.
0: Yeah man dude, you're you're killing it. And
1: there's there's it's... no stress with YouTube anymore. There's no there's nothing. Like you know what I mean? If I put it out, yeah. okay. Well, I won't make if I don't put out a video, I'm not gonna make my 40 cents that I make off a of video. Right. If I don't put out a short, I'm not gonna get my ten or fifteen cents that I'm gonna make off a short. And this is ten or fifteen cents Canadian, right? So we're not talking about US. Right. <laughs> so funny. it's like there's, there's no pressure, there's no stress. It's it's all fun now. That's that's all it is. And uh, I think this is what it should be. And right. if it's not fun for you, and if it's stressing you out, then get out. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, I would say like starting a YouTube channel is work. It's a lot of work. And oh, it is you work. Put a lot of yeah. time in it, and it, it feels like a second or third job, depending on it if also- you already have two jobs. And yeah. I think I've heard that from a few other people. Once you hit that 1000 sub mark and your and then, you know and your monetized like everything's pretty much pretty easy for the most part like yeah you still have to consistently post stuff you know you can post stuff every day you can post stuff twice a week once a week or not stuff for, for like 3 weeks or a month and st- people will see that you posted something and they'll still come back that is that's the end goal for most people i guess and then the monetization part did you want to get monetized or were you just like, you know, whatever, if it happens, it happens.
1: I did because it was one, it was all part of, I just wanted to prove that I can get to that point. You know what I mean? It's not really right. about the money, you know, the money I haven't like physically made anything. Like I haven't got paid from YouTube or anything like that. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of, you need to reach a hundred dollars before to even pay out. Right right but it, it's just like i said it's it's just i i wanted to to reach that milestone i wanted to say yes i made it to the point of monetization right right but it's more of a personal thing uh, it's just i was determined to accomplish something and i just wanted to do it as opposed to any kind of financial gain <laughs> right it's more Which, of a just know, internal goal type deal
0: right and then there's you know, there's people that start YouTube channels for that reason only is to get monetized to make money. And then yeah. there's guys like you and me and other guys that we are friends with that. Yeah. It's cool that we get, you know, monetized. And it's like, like, like I explained uh, a while back, like my goal was never to get really monetized if it happened to happen. I'm not, yeah. that's cool. Like kind of the same goal. Like my son always wanted to start a YouTube channel I mean he has one but because he, he collected he collected Funko at the time. Yeah. So he wanted to do that and then he I kept telling him like if you want to be on YouTube, you want to be like one of these kids, you know, you have to, you know, put your face out there and he just didn't want to do that. And I just like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna press you into it. So I decided to do it because I was off work, I'd broken my ankle and I was watching YouTube and I'm like, I can't believe there's dudes my age that do this stuff. I'm like, I could I go to Target every day almost. Yeah. And go look at the toys. So it's not any different. So that's how it all started, and I've then ha- I was started having fun with it. Started a podcast through it, and then it got to a point where I was getting stressed out because I was like, oh, I gotta have a video, like you were saying, like I had to do all this stuff, and it, it felt like another job. And I was like, okay, this is where I'm not having fun anymore.
3: Yeah.
0: And once I stopped having fun, that's when I took the break. And then when I took that break, I really like refocused on like what i was set out setting out to do and what i wanted to do and i was like okay so this is you know a i want to do this b and i listed everything out and it's still on my phone from that point and i've been crossing stuff off as it happens and yes monetization is cool my thing is i'm not saying that i don't want to get like to a point where I can make a ton of money because yeah. that'd be me saying uh, I'm lying. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to, but all of that to me is putting it back into the YouTube channel. Yeah, for other reasons. So, like for me, it'd be like to say you know I have videos that hit you know 41k or whatever, and I start making money. My thing is now I have the opportunity to go actually hang out with people I'm friends with. On Instagram or YouTube, and like actually like go do toy hunts with them. That's kind of like my motivation is to go do stuff because I don't do anything. This this no. is like my way of doing
3: it is Yeah, you know uh, I'm just um, way it around. all
0: into the, yeah, pointing it all the channel. You know, obviously buying stuff, giving it away. Like that's the main my main thing. That's my motivation to do it. I guess now. Uh, if the podcast to get monetized, that's a whole different story because there's three of us, so <laughs> it'd be kind of the same way. Like, we want to go to you know different places and say, like, to Newfoundland and be like, Hey, Chris, we want to come up there and we want to do this, and you can show us around. And we want to do like a live podcast that would be kind of the stuff that we want to do versus yeah, that like, would be cool. Channel. So, yeah, it's uh, that's a crazy goal. Um, like Todd, it's funny because I was like, these are all the goals that I have. And he's like, you know, you know, be realistic. I'm like, yeah, but that's the thing is I've always been told no all the time growing up. Yeah. Can't do this. I can't do that. And here I am doing everything people told me I couldn't do, let alone getting, I guess, higher profile guests on the podcast or reaching out to people. Like I just don't care at this point in my life. That sounds kind of messed up, I guess, but no. just like you never know. Like you could just reach out and like you never know. They may be like, Yeah, I'm interested. You're in like kind of like you know, trying to get your feet off the ground and why would I not help you out? Like that's the you know, that's the hard part, I guess, is people don't get the concept of well, I can't believe you asked them. Like they're busy people. I was like, hey, if they reach, out, if they reach back out to me, great. If they don't, at least I attempted that part.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. The I mean, worst it's, they can say is no,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> or
1: exactly. not answer you at all. I mean, yes, you know, I mean, there's just nothing. I don't know. At least you're you're putting an effort in to ask people, man. And you don't know, like some people might be down for it, and but well, you never know if you don't ask. So why not? It's,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is everyone's just like, no, you you can't do that. And it's like, no, don't tell me no because that just motivates me to go do it now. <laughs> yeah, it's not that I hate being told no, but I hate being told I can't well, do with, something.
1: Yeah, same thing with me. It's like, oh, you're gonna do YouTube? I was like, yeah, I'm I'm going to do YouTube. My son wants me to do YouTube. Yeah. I wouldn't do it on my own, but he's he's been after me for months, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> right, so I just did it to make him happy, and I put all my social anxiety out the door and yeah, there it is. So you're doing everybody, well. Everybody said the same thing to me. Like basically yeah. not everybody, like not directly, but you would get your comments like, Bob, really you? I was like, yeah, right. really me. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give it a try. I'm going to do it. But you're this and you, did, and you know what I mean? I was like, I don't care. I'm just going to do it.
0: So do you, do you, uh, do you have a lot of support? Obviously, at home you have support from your wife and kids. Doing this, uh, uh, what about other friends or family?
1: I have a few buddies uh, that I work with, um, which is kind of funny. There, uh, I have I have one buddy that's at every single live stream. Awesome, and he gets upset when I don't <laughs> do a lot of streams because <laughs> he made it part of his uh, Saturday night routine. But it's okay. funny because we uh, we work together, but we don't really hang out uh, with each other outside of work. Uh, we're never really super close. Like we, you know, I we talk to each other and, and all that stuff at work, but, uh, but yeah, he's probably one of the biggest supporters, uh, from work, which is kind of cool. Cause it was one of the least likely people that I expected, but right. he turned out to be, uh, now he brings me action figures. He buys a statue. He's like, dude, just pick this one up. Do you want to review it? I was like, sure. Just bought this figure. Do you want to review it? I was like, yeah. Did you take it out of the box? He was like, no, no, you can do all that. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome yeah and uh my mom my mom's very supportive she watches every single video uh yeah. she's the one that tells me she called me up a couple well last week she's like you just reached 6 thousand subs I was like what <laughs> really she's like yeah you just you're over 6 thousand I was like cool she's like you didn't know I was like no I didn't know <laughs> I do check it on a regular basis though uh I would have found out later on in the day but it was funny that she uh, she's looking at my views. She's like, "Oh, you didn't do very well on this one." And yeah, mom's very supportive. She's awesome. That is awesome, man. Yeah, I would. I would say some of the stuff, but my mom's the, the main supporter there for. for yeah. Me.
0: Yeah, it's hard because you don't know how people will. I guess, what are gonna take like, "Oh, yeah, I have a YouTube channel, and I do this." Like me, I like people. Like my parents knew not that I did a YouTube channel, but they know. I collect because I've collected yeah. since I was little. Uh, but I don't think they knew how an amount of stuff that I have been collecting for yeah. a while. So they're like, <laughs> you got to quit spending your money on toys. And I'm like, "I've." that's the thing is I really don't spend a lot of money on this stuff really anymore. It seems though.
1: like a lot, though. But yeah. I mean, if, if you get paid and you spend... You know, I mean, for action figure for me, it's like thirty or forty bucks. But if, if yeah. you get your check and you can't spend thirty or forty bucks on yourself, what's the point?
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I look at it as if I can, as long as like I have all my stuff paid, yeah, bills, rent, electricity, like all that stuff's paid, and I have this cushion of money that I know that I need to save, yeah, and I'm like, okay, so maybe instead of buying that one action figure at $25 here yep. uh, or after tax, sometimes 30 bucks, I'll buy three action figures on clearance that will cost the price of one. Like yep. I've been very picky, picky and choosy about like, what I'm picking up now. Um, I think a few things I've gotten at full price and then, like, with Entertainment Earth being an affiliate with them, Amazon, Deep Discount, like, oh, God, dude. it's So, GameStop, so all that stuff, like, all those, I have credit, so I just use the credit to get stuff that way. That way, I'm not using money out of my own pocket.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: So, I mean, that's the goal for, like, I guess the channel, too, is, like, if people buy from my links, great, because then that You've been makes- pumping
1: out those links like crazy, though. <laughs>
0: dude, I have to it.
1: talk about you YouTube That's stressful. I'd like, say 80% of my uh 80% of my Instagram is your it's your your paid advertisements. Yeah,
0: it's it's crazy. <laughs> because you think like YouTube like is stressful, like that stressful because you want to be one of the first to have it out. Yeah. Because if someone if you post it for everyone else, you know that they're gonna order from there if they want it. Yeah. But collectors would be becoming more, like a, uh, I was saying earlier, like very picky because, you know, things have gone up in price. Things are more expensive now than they used to be. So people aren't buying, I shouldn't say, I would say half of the collectors aren't buying everything all at one time or right no, away. No. They're doing like what we're doing now, like waiting for things to be on clearance. Uh, like one of the things that I knew I couldn't wait for to order would be the like Jason was talking about, the Nightfall Batman. So I knew I had to get that one right away because it's literally like one of the hardest ones to find besides the DC Multiverse Batman Hush. Uh, And that uh, Keaton one, that one, like, that that Keaton figure is is only one per case. And it's, like, mind-blowing to me why he would choose to do that one one per case. Makes zero sense.
1: Yeah, so I still need the Nightball, I still need Hush, and I still need the Keaton.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't yeah. have
1: good luck for those. Well,
0: I, I luckily, I, I don't know, sometimes I feel I get lucky, and sometimes I, like, will think, oh, man, I'm not going to order that, they'll, they'll have a ton of those on the pegs, and then I'm like, man, that was a stupid move, I probably should order that.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way with a lot of stuff. You figured after five or six years, you you would know uh, <laughs> what's going to be good, what's good, you know, what I mean, what to pass on and what to wait on, but it, it's right. still all over the place.
0: Oh yeah, like um, like Jason was talking about all the uh, Avenger stuff that's out Target right now. I know that you guys don't have Target, no. um, but all that like I, say like two years ago, I would be at Target and. I'd dunk every single one of those into my cart and i buy them all. But now, I'm going to wait because you know the eventually they're going to go to clearance now.
1: yep. That's the way I was with Marvel Legends. I would order every single wave. Uh, every wave that came out, I would pre-order. It. And then, a few months later, I'm like, man, I, I could have saved 10 saved ten or $15 on this one. I could have saved 10 bucks on this one.
3: So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I never know. Like, that's the thing is with any of these toy lines, you never know what, say, figure out of that line is going to be like the hot figure. Um, well, obviously, we knew the key Batman was going to be for that yeah. flash wave. And that was a given. It had
1: a full wave, too. That's the, the very sad part of it. My buddy how, uh orders stuff, and my buddy said that this one's going up for pre-order. Do you want it? I'm like, no, that's oh, and and then a month later he was like, uh I messaged him. He's like, Oh yeah, it's still available for order. Do you want full wave? And I'm like, Uh, I don't I don't really want flash figures. I didn't want this, the the supergirl one. I just wanted to keep Batman. But if I had it back, I would have just bought all of them.
0: Yeah, I... Ooh, man, I just got... I think I just got lucky. And I, I think I pre-ordered it. Oh, I pre-ordered the... Batman off Entertainment Earth. Because I knew I wasn't going to get it on Amazon because it already had sold out. And I'm like, well, there goes that. And then luckily, I just checked randomly the day that was dropped or went up for pre-order on Target and it was up. And I was like, oh, I'll just try I'll order from there. And whoever... Sent it to me first, so let's cancel the other one. Well, Entertainment Earth sent mine way early, and I forgot about the other order from Target, and then that one shipped, and then I got a package. I'm like, "What is this?" And I open, I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm gonna have two freaking figures now. So now I have one out of box and one in box. Still undecided if I'm gonna keep it because I really don't. I don't do doubles usually.
1: No, neither no. do I. Not anymore. No, no, no. I would. uh no, I'm not. I don't know. I was more You're not
0: one of those dudes.
1: Yeah, uh, I think before I used to only collect Marvel Legends, so it was a lot more manageable. If I did find a figure that I liked, I would keep one in box, one out of box. But now I'm just branched off some to so many different lines, mm-hmm. and uh, that it's 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 just one figure for me now. Yeah, except, I've never been. I got uh, three of <laughs> The Spider-Man rhinos. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I uh, I've been it took I was trying to get complete the, the build a figure for like two and a half years, mm-hmm. and I could never ever uh, complete it at a decent price. So when it was released, I was like, "Yeah, screw you guys! I'm buying three. <laughs> I gave one to my son. I have uh, two uh, still on card. I was going to have one for my son, uh, one for uh, on my wall, uh, minting on card. And I was going to open one up. And I still haven't opened one up yet. <laughs> but it's Dang. there. So it's uh, one for my son, one open, and one just to save on card. Because nice. it's been such a pain yes. in the ass to, to complete the Build-A-Figure. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I had an opportunity to build that. And I never did. And I, God, dude, I kicked myself. And I was like, dude, what was I thinking? That one and the lizard. Those are the two that I kicked oh, myself. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, the lizard. I still need the arm that comes with Spider Punk. And it's pissing me off, dude. Big time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Spider Punk is so expensive now because of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it already was expensive, but it's even more expensive than it was. (laughs) That's crazy. So, besides that, um, so collecting in general, like I know that we've talked about this past. So is collecting health with your anxiety and like your mental health?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes and no.
0: <laughs> yes and no. Yes.
1: Because uh, I have such a obsessive personality, uh, it's good that it kind of uh, took my concentration. Like it, it was something for me to focus on. So uh-huh. you just kind of forget about all the crap that you're going through. And you kind of, like you said, you t- you take your focus off off of how you're feeling and all the negativity and you focus on something. And it helped me uh, with with that, but it also um, is this fear of missing out and it's the fear of not finding anything. So then you kind of get obsessive and then you go overboard with it and then you overspend, which causes more stress. So it's helped me with some (laughs) aspects, but it's caused financial strain over the years. Uh, So that's caused me more stress. So it's kind of balanced out, I think. But it does—it does help with anxiety and stuff. And uh, like getting into YouTube helped me get over my social anxiety. Okay. So, it's it's been a positive experience for me. So I uh, I don't regret collecting at all, and I love this stuff. I I just come down here sometimes after a bad day, and I kind of just look at my Geo Joes and my Hulks and stuff like that. You pick one up, you play around with it a bit, and uh, then all the nonsense just kind of goes away.
0: Yeah, it was the, so does collecting kind of, like, bring you back to when you were a kid and you were, collecting, like, playing with toys and action figures? Yeah. Whatever yeah. it was. Yeah.
1: It does. It does. I mean, life was so much easier back then. And it just, uh, oh, yeah. like, G.I. Joe was a big thing for me. Now, I don't, uh, I know a lot of uh, my collector buddies, they know the backstories to uh, all of G.I. Joes and, uh you know uh know all the characters and stuff like that but for me i didn't have uh i didn't have access to the comic books i didn't see the cartoons or anything like that so for me it was just toys so now it's like when i see certain characters getting released i'm like oh man this is the character that i used to play with all the time you know what I mean? so right. uh, i don't have that connection of uh i who the person is the backstory uh what they do uh you know I me, mean? but it's just like Destro to me. I had a Destro when I was a kid and I'm like, man, this is, this is the coolest thing ever. So when they released a uh, Destro in classified line, I was like, oh man, like this is, you know, this is what I want. This is cool. Yeah. I, so uh, I know, you know,
0: like all the recent ones that just got announced over through San Diego Comic-Con, anything that you're looking forward to that they haven't announced
1: uh, not overly, because like, everybody that I was familiar with uh, are pretty much released now. So a lot of these other characters, I have no clue where they are. I will pick them up because I'm trying to uh, complete the full line. And it's the only line I'm doing right now that I'm uh, kind of all in. With the exception of the HazLab, I went going back to HazLab again this year. So I'm okay. uh, pretty upset about that. But, uh, and I missed out on his tank as well. So uh, it's kind of frustrating.
0: So you're a complete so you you have do uh, you have every GI Joe?
1: Uh, I did. Uh, Dragonfly. There's a l- I think the exclusives are kind of putting a damper on that for me. Okay. And it's actually frustrating me to to the point where uh, it kind of takes the enjoyment out of collecting. Okay. Because it should so, be fun. Uh, I shouldn't right, be frustrated right, right. trying to find a toy like. And if I am a completionist, like if I only need one figure. But now, yeah. because it's, it's exclusive, I'm forced, if I really want it, to pay double the price and then some. It gets very frustrating right. for me, and it, it does yeah. take away from the the enjoyment and the excitement of of you know collecting. Right? Because anybody so, that likes sets, I mean, you, you get a feeling, you know, when you complete something, it, it makes you feel good that you have every single one. Or a lot of times, the exclusives yeah. are I mean, some of the best characters, some of the best figures. So obviously, you you want the best version of it. So, but now they're putting it behind this being exclusive. And it just, it sucks, man. (laughs) It's frustrating.
0: Yeah. I think you, it's kind of funny that you and I are pretty similar. Like, I'm a completionist.
1: Don't leave me alone. Oh, my God. I'm just going to sit here and be awkward and wait for you to come back. I kicked my own self out. I don't know how I, I did that. I was like, that. dude, don't leave me, man. I'm just going to sit <laughs> here and awkward. Like, I didn't even speak. I was like, I'm just going to be sit here and be quiet and awkward. And <laughs> yeah,
3: try I, my
0: actually, <laughs> I actually hit the, the, the leave studio.
1: Actually, can't believe you oh, abandoned yeah, me. That's so funny. <laughs>
0: That's what happens I should have I had a few seconds there. of
1: being uh, I kind of got a little panicky for a second. I'm like, should I talk? Should I try to entertain people? I'm glad
0: course <laughs> <laughs> always you'd always entertain people.
1: <laughs> like but I don't oh know gosh. any party tricks, I'm not prepared for this. Oh, yeah, I've, done that.
0: <laughs> I've done that one other time. I'm like, oh dang it, I gotta quit touching stuff. But anyway, uh I forgot where I left off. Shoot. Oh, classified line Uh, so yeah I got to a certain point when those came out I remember those came out Um, I think majority of them I think they came out through Target first and then they hit Walmarts here uh, because the line was exclusive to Target I believe when they first dropped here and it happened during the pandemic and it was like everyone wanted them and I seen the I like the first, I think it was the first wave, I can't remember, the first four. I think it was the first four or six or something like that. I remember seeing them in the shipper, at, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm all those look cool. Like I collected G.I. Joe's as a kid. I was like, yeah, i I mean, well, they're probably not gonna do well. And then, man, was I
1: wrong. Yeah, they're <laughs> some of the best figures now from Hasbro. Oh yeah,
0: I think that's the line that's Probably their best out of everything right now, and then I would say Marvel Legends are right behind them, uh, and then Transformers and like pretty much everything else. Like I'm not i I'm not a Star Wars collector anymore. Um, I feel like Hasbro, the Star Wars, I guess side of that, I feel like they've done their fans a disservice. Yeah, and they've really screwed those fans over. Um, like if you really look at it, so. Their action figures have gone up in price first before Marvel Legends did, and they're getting to a point where they're almost 30 bucks. Star Wars is, and then you have, like, this new one that just dropped the Luke and uh Grogu one. It's, like, $45 a year, and that should just be a $20 action figure with a little Grogu as an accessory. Yeah, it's, like,
1: this <laughs> big. That's the accessory, man. Like, that's, yeah, that's it's like, you know what I mean? They almost priced it as a two-pack, and it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. And that's the one thing I can say about the Marvel Legends team is they were starting to do that, and they've actually – like, the two-packs, a lot of them, they used to price them at 55 and now they're priced at 40 or 44 which is yeah. more in line with, like, G.I. Joe Classified when they do, like, the deluxe and stuff, which I'm okay with. I'm still not okay with – Basic action figure with the build up piece being twenty five. Here, I know it's way more where you're at. It just, uh, I mean, I'm I'm starting to understand like you know how expensive it is to mold it and do all that stuff, 3D model it. I get all that. It's just getting to a point where it's going to price people out, and people are going to stop collect uh, not stop collecting. They'll stop collecting the whole line. They'll just pick maybe one or two, which I'm starting to see with a lot of collectors, it's like people are getting out of Star Wars, Black Series and Marvel Legends. Uh, people are going back to Star Wars, uh, the Vintage Collection, which even those here becoming went from they jumped from eleven ninety nine to eighteen dollars over the last year.
1: Yeah, in the past couple of years, they have been sixteen ninety nine uh, here, and now they're twenty two ninety nine, twenty three ninety nine.
0: Yeah, see that's for a little three and three quarter inch. It should not be, dude. It's yeah. That see that's where I'm like, okay, that that's where you lost me. The moment they started doing the Boba Fetts and they were charging a premium for those, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm done.
1: I'm done. I I I I they cheap out on those too. I mean, some of these older uh, like this is actually. This is a uh, Fortnite character or figure. <laughs> this is actually better than the Star Wars Black Series. It is. It's crazy. Like, look at the articulation on that. You get some oh, yeah. from Star Wars Black Series, and you, you got single jointed elbows and stuff, and you, you don't have any kind of articulation. And I'm like, man, really? Like, I got this for five bucks, and it's way better.
0: And they come with the way more accessories, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's at ad- a... It came with a base. Uh, it came with at least one accessory, anyways. But a base, like the only people that come, well, the only figures come with a base. Well, not the only figures, but the only mainline characters or figures that come with a base now are McFarlands. Like, yeah, does it cost Hasbro that much to put a base in with the figures? <laughs> and well, you can't, you so. can't design proper feet for your characters so that they're like this. And any of your female characters, you can't even get them to stand up. I mean, right. you can't, can't throw in a base with that.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's like the GI Show. I just spent forty bucks
1: on an action figure that I can't even stand up. <laughs>
3: right? yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's well, kind of like I feel uh, like McFarland stuff. Like that's a majority of the reason why I keep them in package is because they don't stand. Like they, every single one just falls over. You could be on the flattest surface and they still fall over.
1: You find but, out with McFarland?
0: Yeah, all the time. Really? I got yeah, I got Blue Beetle. Um, just this week, and yeah. he's awesome. He's an awesome figure. The movie one, and try to stand him up, and he just falls over. I'm like looking at his feet. I'm like, dude, I'm just this, saying how is black this?
1: Series. oh, yeah, black series are horrible, even like throughout reviews and stuff like that. Man, they fall over so many times, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I, I, I sold all my black series, I kept a couple because I knew. I knew I probably would never see him. I, well, not see them again, but I knew if I ever wanted to buy them again, I'd have to buy them at a eBay premium price, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm probably going to keep these ones. The only, the last Star Wars figure I actually bought was just recent, not recently, but within the last you know, three or four months, was the Clone Wars Darth Maul. I only wanted that one because I I've, uh, I've never had a Darth Maul six-inch one figure and I was like if I'm gonna collect anything my last Star Wars is gonna be this and that's the only one I have still in the box probably never gonna come out and then I have my son who wants to open all my stuff and pose it and take figure photo- or do figure photography all the time. And I'm like yeah I mean I'll open them I'm like yeah here's yeah like, here's this you can do what you want and then when you're done let me have it and then I'll just put it back in the box and then it goes into my bin which there's a problem right there.
3: <laughs> just an absorbing amount of had bins of toys. <laughs>
1: yeah, you can see those right here. Uh, those paper boxes are full. Oh, uh, wow. uh, not in boxes. They're they're full of like uh, just loose figures. Dang, but just like that. So there's like I think a hundred or more in each box. Oh. Wow, it's got to be. It's got to be at least because they're. Yeah, they're all side by side and they're kind of laid on top of each other. So every time I unbox a figure, it goes into like a little baggie and then it goes into okay. another box.
3: <laughs>
1: wow. So it's, uh, Dang. it's
0: not... Hey, at least you're organized. At least you know where everything's at.
1: It's because I'm OCD. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I would go crazy if I, if I didn't. Like this shelf here now, all my GI Joes fell over and I was doing reviews over the past few days and I would just take whatever I reviewed and just lay it down. It's driving me nuts because it's It's a mess. They're all just like kind of lying on top of each
0: other. It's driving me nuts. That's how my desk is right now. Um, It's a mess. I literally just cleaned it up and then it became a mess Uh, when we did our one-year anniversary podcast. I just still have stuff in that. I have figures laying around all over the place. I have stuff in boxes. There's stuff I need to send out for people that want stuff. I have stuff I just bought. I have stuff that uh, a, like a stack of stuff for reviewing, and it just—it's driving me crazy. But you know, I go to work, I get up early, I go to work, I come home, and I look at my stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna do this review today. I'm gonna do this, and then I make myself something to eat for lunch. I go home at two, and I don't eat at work. I just have snacks, and then I sit on the couch, put on YouTube, and then I end up falling asleep for like half an hour and then I'm like, ah, oh, I need to go. And then I'm like crunching to do all this stuff before my wife comes home. Cause I, I'm like doing all that when she's home because she likes to do laundry or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do all this stuff when you're doing that. It's too hard. And, yeah. My and laundry lazy.
1: room is right there. <laughs> yeah. See, just so so wash or dryers on. It's just, uh, yeah, you can't do anything <laughs> down here.
0: No, nah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting how similar a lot of us are.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, for in sure. This, in
0: this community. Like, I know, like, when we, we touched on like mental health and stuff, and I know that we've been, we had tried to, to coordinate to get you on our podcast, the mental health stuff. Um, and that's kind of like where we get to know each other better on a different level. Yeah. So, and that's what, the good thing about like talking to you uh, throughout, like, Instagram messaging and stuff is we've got to know each other that way, that way as well. And that's why I was just like, oh, like him and I have a lot of similarities as far as like collecting habits, uh, what we go through, why we do this, and stuff like that. And it, it's really, it's cool. Like, who would, who would ever think that two, you know, grown men that don't live in the same country or state or wherever <laughs> could, you know, have similar similarities. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you deal with, do you, you deal with social anxiety and just anxiety in general?
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of social anxiety, uh, a lot of depression, uh, amongst other things. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah. uh, sometimes I have difficulty even going to a store to pick up groceries, uh, but, uh. You know, oddly enough, I find it relaxing coming down and going live and talking to people. I, I used to like first when I started doing live streams, I would get super nervous. Now it's just like, now I kind of look forward to it. I'm not overly nervous. Uh, it's kind of my, mm-hmm. my, it's kind of, it's a, I do crave like being social, uh, with other collectors and stuff like that. So that kind of gets me away. Something that, that should make me anxious and should make mm-hmm. me nervous of, going live and pump myself out there, it, it actually relaxes me, which is weird.
0: Uh, right. I, I, was, <laughs> I had a similar similar effect. Um, do you feel like going live has broke down the walls a little bit? Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. I mean, I've been on TV. Like, uh, I've, I've recorded a TV interview with a uh, with Rogers TV, which is, a, uh, I think, the largest or second largest uh, cable provider in Canada. And mm-hmm. it's a local TV show uh, called Pocket Dimensions. And I actually, a couple months ago, I did a live interview, or not a live interview, but I did a recorded interview. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be on TV. If you talked to me five years ago and said, I'm going to be on TV, man, I would like crap myself with anxiety. <laughs> so, it's yeah. it's, yeah, I've overcome a lot, uh, true collecting and, and this stuff. So, it definitely helped me mentally.
0: So, you, you're, um... So, doing the, I guess, YouTube and toy collecting and this, like, community, this is kind of like your therapy, and this is, is. what, uh, yeah. kind of, like, I don't know how to explain it, because I, I same, same thing with me, um, like, that's what I say, like, you and I have a lot of similarities, and I hated being in front of the camera, I hated being, I like, I don't, I don't like being in pictures, really, in general, my son's that weird, like, Like.
1: Himself, right? like- yeah, I don't that's even care I mean. if someone criticizes me. That's not what it's about. I just I hate seeing myself. I tear myself apart.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Like seriously. I scratched my lip, and the the whole interview, I've been staring at my lip <laughs> because that's that's something that I pick out about myself, and I focus on it. And if mm. you know what I mean, I'm very critical right. of myself. So it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, man. That's the, weird. With, yeah, honestly,
0: that's the thing with yeah. Uh... I would say that's the thing with like depression and stuff like anxiety is we tend to do stuff like that. Where we'll focus on one, one thing about ourselves. And it's usually like we, I don't know, like for me, like I'll look at something. I'm like, Oh man, I look terrible. And, or I, I you know, I didn't cut my beard. Right. And I, it's stuff like that, that drives me nuts. But then I got to a point I don't know when it's happened. I'd say like last couple years where I just quit caring at one point. I was just like, you know what? Who cares? Like who cares what people think? Like, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Like I messed up like my beard or whatever, cutting it. I don't focus on that anymore. Like a lot of that, I would attest to me going to therapy for depression. That's what, that's kind of like what changed. They helped, like my therapist helped me, like change my like mindset on certain things, and like this is collecting and doing all this and the podcasting and stuff like that. This is like my my getting away from whatever's going on in the house and on the outside world. So that's where the similarities are. You know, similar. We're in the same boat. Yeah, depression's not no joke. Mental health no joke, and I think that for that aspect, collecting is a good, positive thing. I know it is. I know you could probably you can attest that. So
1: yeah, but it can also cause you issues too. So you got to find that you yeah. got to find that that middle road or middle lane or whatever you want to call it to find that happy place in collecting. Because like I said, it uh, it it got I got pretty obsessive with it too, right? And uh, mm-hmm. That doesn't help when you're you get so caught up in it that especially with Marvel Legends, I mean there's mm-hmm. they release like a hundred and something per year. Yep. So my goal was to get every single Marvel Legend past release and current release. Mm-hmm. And I stressed myself out and I focused on it and it uh it actually <laughs> it was bad for my uh for my mental health. But uh like I said, it, it took a bit of time and then I kind of like, kind of uh, got control of it and found out a happy place of so where you know what if I don't get a figure it's not the end of the world man
0: yeah that's true Well, yeah, because, I, you
1: would know... upset, I would get upset I would get angry uh, if I couldn't find something if I couldn't get a specific thing so it's a, <laughs> it kind of took a weird turn uh, it was to help with my anxiety depression it was to build a bond with my son something we had in common and then mm-hmm. it got obsessive and now it's back to being uh, fun again if I don't get something now, I don't get it. I don't care anymore. So yeah, that's kind of you know, like we,
0: over anything anymore. Yeah. Cause you know, the one thing that I've learned over the, probably the last six years was, I was the same way. Like it was basically just FOMO. Like I need to have everything yeah. right away. And over, I would say the last six years, that's been the same way. And then, Three, well during the pandemic that's when it was starting to get worse and then I was like nope yeah
1: and me that's too. where that's where it got worse for me too but I think it was uh, just the whole situation of mm-hmm. uh, you turn on TV, COVID, COVID, COVID you turn on the radio, COVID, COVID, COVID you go into your workplace, COVID, COVID, COVID like mm-hmm. you're, you're just, COVID was just so overwhelming because you could not escape it and nice. it just created this amount of fear in you uh, you're afraid to go outside you're afraid to socialize you're afraid to be around people oh my god I just touched a gas pump am I going to die now like that's what social media did to COVID mm-hmm. and that's why I think I got so obsessed with, with collecting and stuff like that it was just an escape but uh, yeah it's just <laughs> it was nuts for me I don't know what it was like for you but COVID was uh, it was torture for me because I am somewhat of a germaphobe as well like I, I do have this okay. fear of uh, getting sick you do have a fear of dying you do have a fear of, you know, bringing it home, making your kids sick, but then Mm -hmm. you get more information about COVID and then you don't really, you don't know what's real anymore. (laughs) And
0: True. I mean, for me,
1: oh man, Uh, I wouldn't
0: say it was, I mean, yeah, it was scary. Um, I didn't like, I didn't want to get it, but eventually, you know, I got it. And then my wife and kids all got it. We all got vaccinated. So it wasn't, I got vaccinated after I got it because I did. the funny thing is I was scheduled to get vaccinated and then I got it and I was like flipping an A. And yeah. I, I will tell you the following year after that I broke my ankle and having COVID was worse than the broken ankle and worse than having a knee surgery and worse than having both your Achilles tendons repaired. That's to me, that's what it was. I was like, This is way worse than any surgery I've ever had. Yeah. It was terrible. So everyone, everyone was different in how they got affected. There's asymptomatic yeah. and then there was people that had it which would be that that didn't have an effect at all and it's just like, that's crazy. And I know like my kids got it, my son got it and he was pretty bad for the first three days. My daughter got it and she was like bad the first day and after that it was just like nothing happened. It was like so weird.
1: Yeah. My son yeah. had it and uh, he wasn't that bad. My daughter had it. Wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but I mean, like you said, first couple days were, were the worst. Uh, I had it for about a week uh, nope. and my wife had it and she was, she had it pretty bad. Uh, and, you know, we, we worry about our, our grandparents and, and the elderly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, my wife's grandmother lives in our basement apartment, so uh, she ended up having it. Oh, and geez. she was a champion. She did. She she didn't have uh, have it that bad. And that's she's good. actually older than my grandmother was, and my grandmother got it, and she passed away. So it's uh, oh jeez, that's the thing. You you don't know, right? And and that's what right. scared me about COVID. It's they didn't have a lot of information on it back then. So like you mm. didn't know who was going to get it, who was going to die, or who was going to be get it and have a runny nose like there was so much uncertainty behind it and i think that's what made it scary for me
3: right
0: yeah i mean i wasn't scared i was just like okay if i get it this is gonna suck probably um i know like i had people that i worked with where my, my job the job i had there was a lot of uh it was pretty much 50 50 people that didn't believe in it and there was people that were that did and then there was people that were like super afraid yeah. and that kind of like freaked out some other people and i was just like you know, just do our due diligence and you know you know wear the mask do all the stuff that they're asking us to do then we'd probably be okay yeah um but then you know i people were getting it and you know where things were shutting down and i was like hey now this is just strange yeah it was like Everything was like a ghost town. Like you had yeah. people still doing things, but it wasn't like going to target and on a, on a, on a weekend where it'd be packed going on a weekend. And it was just like so weird. It was like apocalyptic at points. With, oh, it was a
1: weird time, man. The only time you were allowed out yeah. was go to a grocery store. Yeah. And then everybody's and at, then... at a grocery store. Like, you know what I mean? Scared. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they even look at each other it's like oh god it's like if i'm driving down the road do i pass someone am i gonna get cold like
3: nobody knew yeah. anything
1: about it, it was just, and so i think what made it bad for me is just social media and everybody around mm-hmm. me just seeing everybody else in a constant state of panic just like made me very very anxious because i was fine with it at first it was like ah, it is what it is man i get it yeah. i get it all right but then seeing everybody else panicky about it just kind of created a sense of uh I don't know, man, like anxiety and panic inside me, I guess. but Because I, I tend to feed off other people, too. and You do get affected by how everybody else is feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And then I think there's a lot of things. I don't know if you would agree with this or not. I think a lot of things that came out of COVID, yes, there were some things that were bad. But there, I think there's a lot of positives in that because you got to see... Mental health become a forefront where people did never talk about it. It became a huge thing during that time.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: bad thing would be, obviously, I don't like talk about politics, but a lot of the polit- political stuff went out of yeah. control. Uh, the other bad thing would be we started collecting ten times more than we needed to. So, <laughs> <laughs> but well, you're um, bored. That, like, what are you going to yeah. do?
1: You can't even leave your house.
0: Like, all all
1: I did was on Amazon and eBay and and everything else, and then make (laughs) checklists of and then do research on stuff. And I think after everything started to settle down, like, I'm not up on uh, new releases and stuff like that. Like, I honestly, when it comes to collecting now, my buddy sends me pictures, like, I'm ordering a case of this. Do you want a case? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not really up on, I don't stay up on all the news with toys and stuff, which is weird because I am a toy reviewer. (laughs) I do have a, a YouTube channel uh based off toys but i just kind of i think for me it just creates uh it just feeds the obsession for me so i I just i'm not up on new releases and i kind of kind of tune it out a bit Mm -hmm. which is bad because it's you know i mean uh, one of the things i think i should do on my channel is cover all the new releases and stuff like that and kind of be more they're reporting on this. Oh, this just got announced. Like, what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of that? It's something that I I know that I should be doing, but right. for my mental health, uh, I just get to tune everything else out, man. Like, I'll buy a toy, I'll review it, and that's it. And I'll talk about it after. But yeah, yeah, I, I think guess we that, all have that, right. to deal with it in our own ways. Right.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Is you're dealing with your own way, which it's not wrong. It's not. You can't. No one can tell you that it's wrong way of doing it. No, you have your way of doing it. Everyone else has their way of doing it. Um, like that's something that I had talked to with Todd and Jason about was to change this podcast. I main. I was like, you know, we need to do things during the week, not just week like one podcast uh, per week. We got to do stuff during the week. So I started doing that, reporting like new stuff because Comic Con had just happened and. So there was a lot to cover. I mean, obviously there was other people doing it. Obviously, the big names like Pixel Dan and Toyshes and stuff and Shardamus. whoosh—they're all reporting it because they all went. Yeah. Uh, but then there's like little guys like us that don't get to can't go to stuff like that. It was like San Diego Comic Con, New York Comic Con. They're not cheap to go to because you have to travel. Even though I live in California, San Diego is like an eleven-hour drive. And to go to Comic Con, it's a good three or four thousand dollars. That's you know, food, yeah. tickets, hotel accommodations, just for that. And then you have to have spending money. Like I would totally do it and not have any spending money and still have fun because yeah. I'm going to meet other collectors, uh, meet people for the first time in person, just to experience it. My main thing is to any of those big cons. I just want to experience it once, at least once.
1: Yeah. I I think it's something that you should, like, you know, I mean, for any collector or anybody that's into this kind of stuff. Like. Totally. It's got to be a fun experience.
0: Yeah. And then you get to, like, meet people. I mean, that's the thing for me. Like, meeting, to say, like, you know, we have our huge community, of toy, uh, our huge toy community. And we have our little, like, group of friends that we all became friends with. My main thing, the fun thing for me would be getting to actually like shake hands with you and like have dinner or drinks or like we're hanging out. Like that to me is more memorable than all the shit basically that we're gonna go see
3: yeah. and look at. Yeah.
0: because I mean, all the stuff that you're gonna look at, you might miss stuff, but you're gonna be able to see it on like someone else's Instagram feed or Facebook group, or whatever. The main thing for me is like building the friendships. That's the fun part that's yeah, the fun part for about sure. podcasting for years
1: i did this on my own like there's not a big clickers community here uh in st john's newfoundland where i'm too so uh the majority of my friends are are basically all over the world like i mean if there's people in philippines there's people mm-hmm. uh you know all across the states there's people like on the other side of canada uh what else there's there's man there's people from everywhere that i that i've been talking to that are into collecting and stuff like that that i met true having a channel and uh it's it's awesome man like because i felt like i was alone for the longest time doing this stuff mm-hmm. it was just me and my son kind of collecting and stuff like that right and then i met some local collectors here but uh even trying to get some local collectors on my channel and stuff like that there's everybody's just doing their own thing nobody wants to be you know it's kind of weird he, you yeah, know, I, do, I have more of a bond with people that are further away than what I do with local collectors.
0: Yeah, it's kind of. I have no support
1: uh, like uh, with local collectors from my YouTube channel. None, like, well, not none, but barely anything. Hmm. Do you think it's you because figure, you're like, just we, in a
0: smaller area than, like, a bigger city in Canada? What's that? Is it because you think it's partly because you're in a smaller area? Versus a bigger
1: city in Canada. Uh well, we're probably the biggest city in, in Newfoundland. Uh, okay. But uh, I, I don't know what it is. It's just, uh, it's just a different community. I guess, I know it's all a toy community, but everybody's just different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everyone <laughs> talks about Canada how friendly it is, but I think we're more friendly to other people than what than what we are to each other. Uh, it's it's weird like that. I'm just trying to figure out the, the population of, uh, of St. John's. Cause what's big, what's a big city to me is probably like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, downtown for us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, how many, uh, so what's, what's your population in Newfoundland?
1: Of uh, Newfoundland? Oh God, I don't yeah. know. Uh. So the population, so uh, basically St. John's and Mount Pearl are basically all connected. And there's okay. this like invisible line where you walk over, your Mount Pearl, and <laughs> right here you're in St. John's. So the population of St. John's right now is 112,000 people. Okay, 112. So, yeah, I don't know if you consider that big or small, but I mean, if you're from California, that's probably small for you.
0: Um, so where I'm at, we, our population is, well, I should say the little sign or board that shows that we're like 80,000, but I can tell you right now that it's, and that was just updated in 2017 or 16 or something. So it's been a while, but even before that, um, so where, where I'm at in Northern California, it's an E there's easily got to be 200,000 people here. There's no way that we're at 80. So, and we're like considered a small town in California. So we're two hours from Oregon border and we're two hours from the state capital in Sacramento and it's hot as hell here. Uh, So, um, (laughs) and then I'm like four, three, three or four hours from San Francisco Seven, I'm trying to think, seven or eight hours from LA, and then it's like eleven hours to San Diego. Oh, so okay. I mean, California is very spread out. The only thing I say about where I live is, I like I said, I'm two hours from Sac, Sacramento, two hours from Oregon, Porter, three hours from Nevada, three hours to the coast, which is be the ocean, and then um, you know, three or four hours from San Francisco. So we're where I live, we're kind of in like the best spot to go anywhere you want, south, east, west, north. Uh, it's just it's hot as hell here during the summer. And I've grown up here and I just don't like living here in general. Yeah. Uh, once I moved away and li- lived in Sac a few times and then lived in Oregon, I was like, okay, so I definitely don't like living in a small city. I like bigger cities. Uh, there's just, I don't know. There's a lot to, there's not a lot to do here. Um, Like toy hunting, it's like becoming, to me, it becomes boring because like I said, I have one Walmart in my town a one Target.
1: Yeah. that's it. So we have three Walmarts here and we have one Toys R Us. Uh, We did have at one point five Walmarts. We had a Target, we had a Toys R Us, Uh, but now, yeah, it's just uh, three Walmarts left. And we have a small Toys R Us. And we have uh, three local comic book stores.
0: Let's see, and that's the one. But thing it's that the we same. It's out. the
1: same stock every, every single time, right? right. So I like doing yep. toy hunt too. Like I love taking my kids, and I mean, we go out at least once a week. We go out every Friday, but it's not worth uh, really recording. Uh huh. So to us, it's just bonding time as a family, and it's not necessarily like making content out of it. Right. But it's there's nothing interesting. It's the same. If I did it, it'd be the same shit every single week. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing changes, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, when I
0: toy hunt, like, I'll do... I've been going after work because it's easier for me to do it after I'm off work versus coming home and then going. Uh, I like to do it with my son because it's, like, the time that we get to spend together uh, because he's always looking for Transformers or, you know, and then he will find stuff like i'll like go through an aisle and then he oh did you see this i'm like oh no how did i miss that like he'll see stuff that i don't yeah uh, so like, doing that that aspect of it is like what makes it fun for me and now that he's 15 he has like kind of like no care to go do it early anymore he'll just ask me he's like are you toy hunting because he knows i get off at two and i should be home by like 210 and yeah. it's like 230 and I'm like, yeah, he's like, did you see, like, this transformer? And I'm like, oh, let me go look. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's nothing new. Everything's the same. He's like, oh, okay. So, like, he doesn't, like, enjoy going, I think, anymore. Um, like, for me, I'd have to travel two hours to Sacramento to go do, like, an actual yeah. big toy hunt. Like, I did a month or two ago. So, it was just him and I. And it was a lot for him because it was just, like, I'm always want to go, go, go. And he's like not that way. And I was getting him tired. I was tiring him out basically. Yeah. So
2: yeah. Like by all the
1: time um, we go to one or two uh, Walmarts, that's it. My my kids are kind of checked out. <laughs> Cause it was a bit of a drive. There's like 20 minutes to get to one Walmart, uh probably another 10 or 15 minutes or 20 minutes to get to another one. Uh-huh. So just to draw, like it's a big area, like space wise, the population, I mean, like you said, it's about 120,000 and then your Mount uh-huh. Pearl area is another 25,000. So you're looking at anywhere for like one hundred thirty to 150,000 people, but population well, like size wise, uh, it's, it's very spread out. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to get one side of town to the other, you're looking at like a half hour or more. Oh, wow. Yeah, so area-wise is okay. a big area. It's just like, just space. <laughs> New itself, it's, it's pretty big space-wise. Okay, but it's just like there's a city here, there's a town here. Like the island itself could be like this big, but it's a town here, town here, town here, town here, and then we just have this okay. big space where nobody lives. <laughs> it's just, it's it's really it's a really weird place, man. I like it. I love living here, but at the same time, it's like it's, it's different. And that's the only way that I can explain it. It's different. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's kind of like where I live. So it's like, so we're the biggest city. So basically, like, we're the city that everyone stops at between Oregon and California. Because we're like the first big city until you get to like the bigger cities like Sac and San Francisco. Um, so we have like where I live. And then there's the next town, which is like 20 minutes away, which has a Walmart and then the next town after that, is, from from where I live, is about a half an hour, depending on traffic, sometimes 45 minutes. And they have a Walmart. That's literally it. Like, there's only one target. And the next closest target is an hour and 15 minutes away. Oh, okay. So it's that is, like, the only time I go there is when I'm, like, okay, I've been around here. Literally, there's nothing. It's the same stuff. I'll literally make a special, like, day where i'll just go to that town for their target and then i'm like okay am i going to be super depressed when i show up there and leave or i'm going to be like ecstatic that i'm finding stuff and it's kind of like 50 50 sometimes i'll show up there and they'll literally have nothing or the same stuff that our target has sometimes yeah. i'll walk in there and i'm like dude i can't believe they have all the stuff and it's on clearance and I, my target never got it and then I'd go to the Walmart and I hate their Walmart because it's small. It's super hot. It felt like they have a the heater on all the time <laughs> and their toy section just sucks in general. And they, oh, yeah. it's like they carry this old stuff half the time. My cousin is the funny thing is he, when he lived here, he, uh, he's a hot wheels collector. So he would get up at 3am and drive hours to all these places To go find Hot Wheels. And I'm like, dude, you're nuts. And then he got back into sports cards when sports cards became a thing during COVID. Do the same thing. He would travel three, four hours just to be at a store before they opened to be the first one to get everything. I'm like, dude, that he's well, if you're not a toy, if you're a toy hunter, that's what you should be doing. And I'm like, I have a job, I have a wife, I have kids. You do not. It's a whole (laughs) different man. I can't do that. I'm like, if I was your age and I had no responsibilities, I would definitely be doing that, but yeah, he you. also was, in terms of like I always call him a scalper because he'd be like, "What's the what's the hot action figure?" And I would tell him, "He's like, okay, I found one, so I found the whole case. I'm buying the whole case. He's I'm giving you one, and I'm selling the rest on eBay for eighty bucks." I'm like, "Oh my god, dude, that's not the reason why I told you <laughs> that this is the hottest action figure or what I want." It, it just cracked me up. Um, but he finally got a good paying job and he moved. So his priorities obviously changed, which is good. He's starting to grow up and he's, you know, in his mid thirties now. Oh, Okay. So yeah, he, he went through a lot of stuff, uh, personally. And then he kind of got lost and didn't know what he wanted to do. I think. And so he moved up here because he was living in LA and LA, just a bad, bad spot for him to be, I guess, living. Yeah. So, and that's the one thing. Like, if you were to come toy hunt in California and LA, talk about spread out and traffic's bad, and they have yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, how many targets? Did, oh, shoot, there's like 20 all around. Yeah, there's no way you're hitting all 20 in one day. No, but it would be fun. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, for sure. They have plenty of collectible shops. Oh, my gosh, that's. One trip that I'm still trying to plan out in October, um, trying to go down there and do toy hunting, because I have never done toy hunting in L.A. It's always been closer to where I'm at. <clears throat> and I'm kind of getting burnt out. Even yeah. Sacramento, it's the same stores, so whatever. It is what it is. Still fun. As long as I have fun, That's all that matters.
1: Yeah. Like, I order most of my stuff online, but it's still nice to find something in store, you know what I mean? Right. Like, we That's have uh, three GameStops, too, right? I forgot to mention GameStop, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, each and every GameStop. Well, most of most of GameStops I have different stock. Uh-huh. And one of them's a, uh, it's like a bigger GameStop. I can't remember the actual name of it. It's still GameStop, but it's a, oh, my God. I'm drawing it's a blank. Nicole. Um you'll get more exclusive there and uh, they do have a specific name on the store, but
0: I know they used to be called E B Games.
1: Um dang, what was the other one? Think Yeah, it used to be E B Games. Uh shit.
0: Was it called Think Geek? Maybe not. I think I know what you're talking about too. I remember their I think their logo was green.
1: It's still called a GameStop. It's just a... Uh... Oh, my God. John of Blank. Yeah, it's it's horrible, man. It's driving me nuts, too, because it, it'll drive me crazy until I figure out uh, what it's called. And I have a couple of friends that are actually managers of GameStops, too, so...
0: Uh, Do they help you out with stuff? Like letting you know that they got some stock in? Uh,
1: From time to time. uh, Obviously, they're a bit limited to what they can uh, tell me. (laughs) Right. But uh, no. Oh, my God. It's not even helping me here either. (laughs) Oh, well. It is what it is, man. I can't can't figure it out. Uh, Sometimes you will get a heads up, say, like, you know, uh, my friend, She'll say, "Oh, this one popped in today. If you want to come get it, you know, what I mean, I can hold That's it for cool. until you get here, or something like that, right?" But, uh, yeah, you know, a few of my friends, they'll they'll do what they can, as long as it's it's not unethical for them to do it. <laughs> right. They have right, like right, a right. lot of different policies, man. It's uh, it's kind of weird, but
0: yeah, the I'm trying to think, we have, we used to have three game stops here. Now we just have, have one. And it's it's kind of hit and miss. It's kind of like, how, as I put it, you have to be there at a certain, like kind of when they open, when they're basically had stock stuff from the prior day. And yeah. that's kind of how it is. I mean, that's kind of how it is with any store nowadays. I feel like if you're not there when they open, you're going to miss out. But I don't know. Recently, Around here, it's been not that way. They're just kind of, like, randomly stocking stuff. And, like, yesterday, I was at Walmart. Uh, I wasn't – I didn't even want to go. I was like, oh, I just got to go. I'll go in and just check it real quick. And I walked into, like, the mother load, and I was like, holy shoot. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I I filmed, like, a little bit, not very much, not realizing – because I think I was just taken aback, like, I can't believe all the stuff like it's here and cause I've been seeing it for like weeks and weeks and weeks everywhere else. And I'm like, this is crazy. And I'm not going to spoil anything yet because I have a video coming out tomorrow. That'll show it. And I have a picture I've been waiting to post. I will post after the video goes up because I was just like in heaven. I was like, Oh my God, I never thought I was going to see these here ever. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty epic. I mean, to me, it wasn't, it's not like a lot of stuff, but it was enough to be like, get my adrenaline going. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then I'm like texting all my friends. I'm like, dude, you need this. You need this. It's here. Oh, I can't believe you found it. And I'm like, dude, not only that, like, look at how much I found. This is nuts. Yeah. So like, I was texting and calling and getting like, hey, to send money to my cash app and then I'll get it and then I'll ship it to you. Like, it was, it was crazy.
1: It was awesome. Do you find, like, when you're collecting and stuff, like, I know I me, mean, sometimes uh, there's a bit of extra cash or other times I'm tight on cash. Do you find when you're tight on cash, that's when everything shows up?
0: Totally. And that's what happened oh yesterday. Oh, my God.
1: It's always the way. It's like, <laughs> so we have this thing at our gamestops has got $5 Fridays, right? So we'll get, like, McFarlane's, uh, Marvel Legends, and just tons of collectible stuff for 5 bucks. And uh, there's been times that uh, I've been so, so strapped for cash, like, for collectibles uh the toy budget and uh yeah there was one time I was just so so strapped for cash and I went in and there was like I think like almost 30 figures 30 different figures uh oh. on sale, five bucks each all McFarland's I'm like son of a bitch I I, I gotta do it and <laughs> I was like I don't care man I don't need to eat for the next week I'm, I'm fine I, I'm not passing <laughs> up on these. And I came home yeah. and I had like four boxes of McFarlands and all of her collectibles. My wife just looked at me and she just shook her head.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was me yesterday when I was messaging people and I'm like, oh, man, wait a minute. I can't even buy this for myself. How, how crappy is that?
3: Yeah, I, Oh
0: man, I had to had to refrain. I was just like, no, I'm responsible. Like, I'll just have to wait. Or what I did is, which I hate doing, I hid two of the things that I really want. And, and I told my friend Cody, I was like, Hey, can you hide two more? <laughs> you, if you go, will you hide two more? Cause I have someone else that now wants these that didn't get back to me. And he's like, yeah. So this morning he sent me a picture where they're at. And I was like, all right, cool. Thanks man. And I hate doing that. But you know, if I don't have the money, I shouldn't be hiding stuff. But I was just like, dude, I, these are going to be so hard to find. I know it. Yeah. And they already are. So, I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna hide these, and then you hide some more, and it was it was fine. But I did come away with one thing, and I literally had to narrow it down. I was just like, okay, I really don't have the extra cash, but I do have a little bit that I've been saving from my trip out to LA. So I broke down and bought the rock and roll from Joe Classified.
1: Oh, okay. So I haven't that read that one yet.
0: That one I had to have. Um, Because I ordered the whole wave for Entertainment Earth, and I got it. I got the box like a month ago, like before they were – I don't remember. I remember getting them, getting the box. It sat in my garage under my desk, and then I finally opened it because I was, like, seeing people get them. And I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot all about that box. Opened the box, and it was all of one figure, not the wave. And I was like, what the hell? So I had to go through that whole situation and then Entertainment Earth was awesome. They're like, oh, that's totally our error. We ended up one of the uh, one of the people put the wrong label on that box that box was supposed oh, okay. to go to a to a, a collectible shop that ordered you know just that one figure I guess to stock. And I was like, oh, okay and I was like, you know what, just refund my money, my credit back. I'll, I'll just wait And they're like, okay, it's just simple. I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just get them in the store. And so when I saw Rock and Roll, I was like, God, I have to
1: have it now. I actually so. had mine. Uh, I think uh, I think I had mine before they were actually released. I actually, I really, I got them really early. And uh, if I was smart, <laughs> I would have uh, buckled down and put all the reviews out before everybody else. Right. And I crapped the bed, man. And uh, I, I totally missed my <laughs> opportunity. And it's just like one of those things. It was like, yeah, I should really go downstairs. I should do Torpedo. I should do Rock and Roll. And I was like, yeah, there's tons of time. Nobody else got them yet. Right. right? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And I still haven't done them. The only one I did was Shipwreck. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, the
0: one I want.
1: Yeah. He's cool, man. A lot of people crap on him, but. I don't know, I like him. I think he's pretty badass to be honest, but
0: yeah, I think to me that's he was the one standout one when they announced him because I remember having him as a kid, the three three quarter inch one. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, shipwreck, that's awesome. (laughs) I still got yeah, see there you go, yeah. You still have Polly.
1: No, it's, it's not my uh, my childhood ones. Unfortunately, uh, I did. Uh, I bought like twenty or thirty of them for like fifty bucks here, which is a good deal. That's a good deal. Um, They're not complete. Uh, the Clip is broken off. Polly's not there. Doesn't have the accessories. But yeah, it's just a big pile of them. Just random ones. Yeah, that's a was going to get into that. I was going to stop Marvel Legends and get into the retro GI Joes, and then I seen the prices of the retro GI Joes. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll just stick with Marvel Legends. And then Classifieds came out, and
0: so. all, yeah, this Marvel Legends are looking a lot cheaper.
1: Yeah, and then I've got uh, I got into this wave too, uh, but these were Walmart exclusives that I never ever showed up. Here. Oh yeah, uh, I
0: actually just sold that Snake Eyes.
1: I have another one. i have have... Uh, so these are the older ones that came out in 2008, I think it is. Uh, but uh, I do have, like, the, the Walmart ones up here. I'm still missing Scarlet, and I'm missing uh, Storm Shadow, and Baroness, possibly. Yeah, I'm still missing three of them because they never, ever showed up in our Walmarts. So I had to resort to eBay for that, and uh, that was kind of expensive yeah. really, 100 bucks. Really? Uh, really? Wow. i never expected guys, to her to be that That's Snake Eyes, but Storm Shadow is expensive too.
0: Yeah, I think out of uh, all those Walmart ones, those three are the ones I've never seen once here. Yeah, I mean,
1: they're pretty rare. And uh, people on eBay are taking advantage of that too. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean,
0: I guess, I don't know, maybe... I'm. I wouldn't be that way, but yeah, there's a lot of guys I know that would be that way. That are yeah. friends of mine. I,
1: I kind of understand. I just have a. Uh, I'm just a bit different. I'd rather help someone out than. Yep. Than make a dollar. I don't sell anything. Uh, if I do sell, it's because I just don't want it, and I'll just look up the average price of it and take like five bucks off. And you know, <laughs> depends on who wants it and how much they're buying. But I very rarely. Very rarely do I sell any action figures.
0: Yeah, I don't usually sell unless it's something I'm deciding, like, okay, I'm just pretty much out of this whole line now. Like, when yeah. I did my Star Wars stuff, I sold on Makari and uh, eBay. And then uh, we just had a yard sale, like, I think a month ago. And that's where I sold all of them to one dude all at once. And so what I did is I looked up value... What they well, uh, I guess there's really no value because everyone values things differently. I looked yeah. up eBay comps basically. I went on action figure one, four, one, one and looked at like what the last uh, sold was, and kind of determines from there. And then I just was like, okay, so I'm going to do it. So say something was worth like 40 bucks. I was selling it for retail at 20. Yeah. Like pretty much 50% because I literally was like, I just want to get rid of all this stuff. And this guy's like, He's like these; these are kind of cheap. He's like you, and this lady's like, "Yeah, you should be selling this for more." I'm like, "I'm like, no, I know what they're worth." And uh, I sold a bulk of everything. I'm like, "This is what I have left." It kind of kind of went rid of them. And yeah. he's like, "All right," and he's like, i just he's like, I'm not even to negotiate. He's like, I'm just gonna buy them all." I was like, "All right, cool," yeah. and got rid of them all. So, yeah, I'm I'm not the the type of guy to you know sell an action figure for. Like, say that Keaton Batman, for instance. I know there's a lot of people that didn't get it, don't have it, that want it. I could, literally could sell that thing for, I think it's like 60 bucks, because they people have been able to find them. Uh, I could literally sell it for that if I wanted to, but I'd rather just sell it to somebody at 22 bucks, or trade for something that I want.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And... Yeah, do I have the opportunity to sell something for a lot of money? Yeah, but I'm not
1: going to. I'm not knocking anybody that does that. It's just it's not no. what I'm into, right? Right. And I have and... one of my friends is, is the same way. Uh, first, when I started collecting Marvel Legends, he had a lot of loose ones. And first, when I started collecting, I was in box only, and I didn't uh-huh. open them up. Actually, I would open them up. I would put them back in a box. Uh, but then <laughs> I started collecting loose ones, and he. There's a lot of times that he had Marvel Legends that were selling for like 30, 40 bucks, like Uh, older ones. And he's like, oh, yeah, five bucks is fine. Ten bucks is fine. I was like, are you sure, man? Like, because I bought a Miles Morales, uh, the the first Miles Morales that uh, Marvel Legends put out. Uh, I'm not sure what line it's from. Uh, Do you know what line it's from? Just uh, the Miles Morales, the original one? Yeah, the shoot. There was a two pack. No, before the two pack. I oh, think before the two pack. Oh, shoot. I know. It's, it's, I can't remember. Either way, uh, it goes for decent money on eBay. Mm-hmm. And my buddy's like, yeah, the neck is kind of weird. Uh, just give me like five bucks for it, ten bucks for it. I'm like, yeah, but it, man, it sells for like $70, $80. And he's like, yeah, but you you want it. And I read it for you to have it. And I was like, man, I'm fine with that. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No this is one of those ones that, you know, I don't really have a grail list, but I do have like a top 20. Uh, Marvel Legends uh-huh. that, that I want, and it was on my list. So, I got, of that,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good deal. Speaking of this list, uh, have you got? Have you knocked out all your? Uh, no. I guess top twenty. No. So what do you what do you have on there
1: that's left? Uh, geez, I have Spider Punk, which is probably top of the list. I have. Okay. Uh, I do not. Oh, excuse me. I'm losing my voice. I do not have a red suit Daredevil. I'm a big Daredevil fan, but for whatever reason, I could not find a Daredevil for a decent price. And I know, right. uh, like the yellow suit, the first appearance one, mm-hmm. uh, that was common in the States. Like everybody, like they were right. a peg warmer, and we never really seen them here. Uh, so, two Daredevils, well, actually, any red suit Daredevil, uh, first appearance Daredevil, uh, Spider Punk. I still want to complete. The Ron will build a figure, figure, even though I do have the the reissue or re-release. Uh, man, what else is there? I can't remember. I did have a list on them. Like, I do spreadsheets. Okay. <laughs> I love Microsoft Excel. Ah, uh, shit. When I put on the spot, I can't remember. <laughs> it's okay, dude. But there is a Wolverine, uh Wolverine from Juggernaut from the okay, juggernaut, yeah. juggernaut uh, build a Figure series i know i need that one or i want that one uh i'm not sure if i have my spreadsheet on my uh computer or not because it's going to drive me nuts now that i can't remember no it's not there uh yeah man it's just like a lot of a lot of random stuff like that like a lot of older ones mm-hmm but mostly around like Spider-Man and Hulks and stuff like that. Like those, uh, I want the Green Hulk. That, I think it's a San Diego Comic-Con one. Okay. Yeah. Or I think the orange one was, or not the orange one, but the gray one was. Uh, yeah, the gray
0: and orange. Comic-Con.
1: Yeah. So yep. the green, uh, the green and, and gray one, I don't have those. Uh, I'm okay. missing those from my collection, even though it's pretty much the same as this one. But I still yeah. want them because it comes with a metal pipe or Iron Bar, wherever. It is. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Just there's, there's tons of them.
0: Wait, now you have a new Hulk to pick up, that Hulk and Bruce Banner two pack.
1: I do have that one, yeah.
0: Oh, do you have that one? Okay.
1: Yeah, I bought that a few weeks ago. It's funny because I just man. Um, that for the first time a couple of days. Ago. Morbius is one of the ones that I I can never find. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know why I can't remember them. But yeah. So
0: so you said Morbius. Did you order the uh, Spider-Man and Morbius 2-pack? Okay.
1: No. And that Scarlet Spider you have uh, on your back wall there. And Hawkeye. I don't have uh, Hawkeye (laughs) in my collection. And I don't have a Scarlet Spider. So those are two that are on my list.
0: You want to know how I got those? Yeah. So... um, uh, I don't know, you guys don't have Ross, do you? Evan No. But you know what Ross is, right? It's a yeah, it's called Ross Dress for Less. Okay, so they have toys and uh, I remember I think it was two years ago, there was Ross's getting these random Marvel Legends, those retro ones, and I was like, There's no way, I'm all those are freaking old. So yeah. I walked into ours and I was like, Oh dude, they're not here, and then I randomly see something else. And then right next to it was the complete wave. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yep. Bought them all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, if I don't buy these, I'm um, stupid. And that was one of those situations where I really didn't have the cash. I mean, I had money, but I had money stowed away for something else. And I was like, well, I'm dipping into this money. It was like a no-brainer. And that that Ben Riley is like skyrocketed now because of Across Spider-Verse. Yeah. It's- crazy. Everyone's like, you need to sell that now. I'm like, yeah, I ain't selling that. I'm a Spider-Man fan. Like, why would I sell
1: it? Yeah. So, I want this uh, the MaFix one or MaFix, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I'm on that yeah. version too. I tried to find it and uh, my buddy couldn't get it for me, the guy that I usually order stuff through. So, that kind of sucks, but...
0: Yeah, Jason, he has it and he told me to order not remember where he told me to order it from. Shoot, basically he's just order it from here because it comes straight from China, wherever they they're from. I think Matex yeah. is from there. He's like, it literally comes from Medicon from their actual warehouse. He's like, that's how I got it. And then I was like, oh dude, it's on Amazon. He's like, oh no, I got it cheaper than that. I was like, really? Even with you know shipping it, and he's like, yeah, still was shipping it. It was still cheaper. I was like, dang. Yeah, I, def- I don't have any Mafex at all. I have a zero. My no, neither own- do I.
1: I, I do have a few yeah. SH figure arts, uh, but other than that, yeah. Which is uh, something that I want to get into more. I do want some. I, I, I like to have at least one Mayfix, and I like to have a few more SH figure arts. I do like the ones that I do have. But
0: for the yeah. most part, and to get into high-end stuff like that it has to be something I really want so like my first Mezco was The Crow, that'll probably be the only Mezco I own Yeah, unless there's, oh actually I take that back I did order the Spider-Man that they put up for pre-order I think this year last year, I don't remember now
1: With the Green Goblin, oh, so... they kind of released them or announced them at the same time
0: yeah it's that Spider-Man, yeah, I think it's the classic one yeah, so that'd be my second one, um yeah, I like hot toys. I oh uh, man, I would love to get into those. I don't have the room, nor you have to have those. Those are the type of things you need to be out displayed. Yeah, there's no point in having them in a box. And I will only own one. I say one, but there's actually three I want. But the only hot toy that I want first is the crow. Then it will have to be stuff later. So I have a. Tough to I pre-ordered my first hot toy, oh.
1: and that was the the Vader one that was announced there a few months ago. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. I I don't have any. I haven't seen any in person, uh-huh. uh, so this is going to be my first experience with hot toys, and hopefully, hopefully, it's good. <laughs> but it is Vader at the end of the day, so uh, I'm a big Vader fan. So I'm not What'd big as like one? Star Wars fan. Like I am in Star Wars, but it's just something about Vader and the Sith and all that stuff. Uh, just fascinates me and kind of draws me in a bit. Maybe I'm like evil say, on the inside. I don't know. <laughs> I always like the bad guys.
0: Like they say, once you get one hot toy, you'll you start wanting more and more. And yeah. So I'm told. <laughs> yeah. I, I just seen a whole bunch when I was in Sacramento at this uh, place called The Cave. It's a used, it's weird. It's a used book music. Movie store, but they have a ton of collectibles, and
3: yeah, they had
0: a whole glass case full, and then they have a shelf behind their counter that has a ton. And I was just like blown away. They had a Spider Man, and I was like, oh my god, I want that thing so bad. Uh, but everything's eBay prices. They base everything off eBay, so uh, okay. you, don't, you don't get like great deals. Um, the only thing that they slipped up on was a vinyl record an M&M vinyl record that's uh, pretty hard to find. They had it marked for 40 and it resells for like 80. Oh, and even a guy, when he rang it up, he was like, he's like, this is a good deal. He's like, yeah, we totally screwed up here. I was like, yep, not my <laughs> fault, man. And he's like, hey, good for you, man. He's like, usually we go through these. And I'm like, well, you slipped up. I'm like, you're not charging 80 bucks, are you? he's like, no, I can't. He's like, I literally can't. I was like, all right, Cool. But, yeah, that was, like, the only thing that I've bought in there that was, like, totally mismanaged as far as, like, pricing. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a cool place. It's very overwhelming. Uh, my son, we've gone there twice, and he's, like, so, he gets so overwhelmed so fast. He's, like, there's just so much stuff. It's too much. I want to leave. And I'm, like, we just got here. I want to look at everything. <laughs> it's, like, a, you know. That's what I hear about
1: Frankenstein. My, my son will walk through a store and he'll look for the stuff that he's interested in. Uh-huh. And then if there's nothing there, he's like, all right, dad, you ready? Yeah, like, that's how I Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even get to my aisles yet. You're like, you got to <laughs> let me look. right?" And he's like, and then as I'm walking in the aisles, he's like, I was like, okay, we'll go. <laughs> just, just let me walk down here. Let me check one aisle. Let me look at the Marvel Legends. Let me look at the G.I. Joes and then we'll go.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, my son's that way. He's like, we walk into a place and he books it and he looks at Transformers and I'll finally catch up and he'll be like, they don't have anything. And I'm like, well, let me look. And he's like, they don't have anything. I already looked through the whole aisle. They don't have anything. Well, (laughs) just because they don't have your Transformer doesn't mean there's something that I don't want or haven't seen.
1: Oh, same here, man. Uh, We went to GameStop last week. And as we were going in, he, like, just went straight to the anime section. He's looking for some uh, Naruto figures. And uh-huh. uh, there was nothing there, nothing new. And uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm done. I was like, yeah, I didn't even make it down to, like, the section yet. Let me look at Trudor McFarland's man. Like, because there's McFarlane's <laughs> on all four sides of the island, right? I was like, I'm not even true sure the first section. Right? And then he's, you know, yeah. He's like, I'm done. I'm ready. I was like, okay, uh-huh. just give me a minute. And then where I know the managers there, I'm just, I'll start talking to him, and I'll spend like five or 10 minutes talking to him, And he's just there like looking up at the sky and he's crossing uh-huh. he's like, okay, dude, we're going to, we're going to go now.
0: Yeah, dude, that's like, so finally. funny. That's exactly how that plans out with my son <laughs> and I, when we go hunting or like GameStop, I'll talk to the store manager there Um, because we started, I don't know how we, I'm not, I'm not saying we're like we're friends, but like he knows what I'm looking for. I think we started like talk about the boys, the TV show, the boys, and and every time we'd come in, I would go in. He'd be like, "Oh, did you see the new episode? Like, oh yeah, I did. Oh, did you check out this like this movie or whatever?" He's like, "Oh no, I haven't yet." He's always like, it "Good." I'm like, "Yeah." We start talking about like movies and TV shows, and that's kind of like how that happened. Yeah. And then my son would come with me, and he'd be like. He's all, are you going to talk to Christian? I'm like, well, probably. Like, it's rude that I wouldn't. Yeah. And, like, and he'd be like, they don't have anything. And I would sit there and be talking. Next thing you know, it's like a half hour. And he's like so mad at me. And I'm like, all right, we're leaving.
1: That's, yeah, that's yeah. funny. One of the managers actually stopped by my live streams most of the time.
0: <laughs> uh, that's cool.
1: That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. My buddy actually, this is uh, my buddy owns a company uh, that sells like uh, collectibles and all kinds of fun and stuff. Oh, cool. That's, that's his company. Our buddy told hobbies. So I, I try to support him as much as possible too. But, uh, yeah, I, I've been fortunate enough that I have a lot of friends that kind of helped me out over the years with collecting and stuff. So
0: That's kind of the whole, uh, I would say, not the point of the community, but that's the one positive about the community is everyone for the most part is pretty cool about helping each other out or at least like pointing you in direction like hey you know I just found I just seen all these you may want to go now to go get it Yeah, that's the cool thing about this whole thing
1: Yeah, the problem with uh, knowing people that sells this stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like uh, oh man I just posted this I was like oh yeah it's cool I'd like to have it all right, he said, do you want it? I was like, yeah, I don't have cash right now. Oh, yeah, just pay whatever, right? Oh, and then he yeah. pull something else. It's like, yeah, you can go on, just, just take it. And I'm like, all right, man, like money racks up pretty damn quick, right? So, right. <laughs> so like, all of a sudden I have like 10 or 15 figures that I never paid for yet. But it, it's it's nice that they trust me and I have that relationship with them that they will just give me uh, some of the stuff and just let me pay whenever I can. So I've
0: been fortunate yeah, to that's awesome, man. I think everybody that
1: everybody that knows me locally know that I'm, I'm I have this personality and I'm trustworthy and I'm, like I'm not a, uh, if you're on my good side, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but other people call me the nicest asshole you'll ever meet because <laughs> I can not be a dick. But for the most part, like I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm usually positive and I'm, I'm usually easygoing and, and nice to deal with and. I guess that translates to people, and uh, so I've been very fortunate to meet some nice people that kind of help me out as I'm going along here. Yeah, that's.
0: Uh, I would say that's kind of what I I hear about me. I don't I don't know. I guess I don't really think of it that way. I'm just like yeah, I'm like I'm just trying to help, like do my I'm just, part. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm and, just
1: being me, and uh, you know, sometimes you don't really realize, um, you know, how people view you. You know what
0: I mean? Right. And that's like my thing is I don't like. I went, I don't know. I have, I've had certain friends in the community that were pretty cool uh, until they got to like, say, like a higher status, I guess. Yeah. And then there was like, one, either they're too good for you or they start upcharging you for stuff. And it's like, dude, I've been, I'm the one who helped you, you know, get, not get to where you're at, but I'm the one who like kind of like helped you and like always, you know, gave you like gave you stuff or got you stuff that you know cost and it's like why are you charging me like three times that now like that's not cool and that's kind of like where i'm like at ah, i don't maybe this isn't a good you know friendship yeah it's kind of like one-sided and i'm like not that way at all it's just like like you said like i'm here to help everybody as much as i can um cause I hear here all the time like oh you're in california you get everything first and it's like yeah, California and Arizona do get things first, but you have to live in the areas where the shipping containers are because all those shops get things first. I live in Northern California and I still like I tell people all the time, I see you and your toy hunt get something and already 2 weeks ago and I'm just now seeing it. Like I don't always yeah. get stuff first, but when I do, I'm the first person to like take a picture and send it into like whatever group chat like, "Hey, This is all here, and people will like tell me like, "Oh, dude, I need that," or like, "All right, if you need it, send me the money because I just can't fork out extra cash to grab it for you." Like if it was sometimes I can and just I'll send it to you. Just you know, you know, compensate me for the the uh, retail price. That's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. we have a few
1: buddies. I have a few buddies here that we we kind of do the same thing. Uh, well, one guy, uh, one of the guys that I, I was telling you about, that like sold me a lot of cheap Marvel Legends and stuff. So when I go around, he uh, like I usually take pictures, post a group. He takes some pictures, but I don't do it for like you know our group because if I had to send something to the states, you're just better off. Just
0: <laughs> but, right, as I said, better off just like, paying... I, I do it
1: for guys locally, uh, but yeah, cost of shipping is, is crazy.
0: So say, like, for instance, I'm trying to think of something that I don't, I don't even know. Say it was, like, Shipwreck, G.I. Joe classified. And then that, that, we're just hypothetically saying, I've yeah. never seen it. And you were like, oh, yeah, they have tons of them at Toys R Us. I could buy it. So what is the typical G.I. Joe Classified at a Toys R Us?
1: Uh, they were 42.99 dollars 99 Canadian. Uh, they recently put their prices back down to 35.99 Canadian. Oh, wow. Which is I'm not sure what that is American, but um, so you're looking at about 40 anywhere 40 to 42 bucks taxes in because there is 15 percent tax on everything here, <laughs> okay. which is crazy. Uh, yeah, the cost of living here is crazy. Uh, I don't, it's ridiculous. But
0: and what would that? What would that? So that's 35. So tax, you're looking at what a little over 40 bucks.
1: Yeah, and then,
3: and
1: then shipping would be sh- shipping. Generally, is twenty five to thirty dollars Canadian, uh, cool, depending on where it's going. Sometimes I can ship to the states cheaper than I can ship across Canada, which doesn't make sense, but uh, but yeah, you're looking at about twenty five to thirty bucks Canadian to ship one figure.
0: So you're looking at pretty much landed
1: around sixty or seventy ish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm just realistically you're almost better buying from eBay to a certain extent.
0: Well, I mean, kind of let's just say like Shipwreck was like the hottest uh figure in that line and it was hard to find. Yeah. That's what it would be on eBay it would probably be about sixty or seventy bucks. Just yeah. saying that was the one. So yeah, I guess you're right. It would be smarter just to buy it off eBay.
1: That's like entertainment earth. Uh like they're, they're good for, uh, if you're in, in the States for mm-hmm. anybody in Canada, uh, it's, it's like, I'm an affiliate too, but I don't push it as much as you <laughs> actually, I barely push it at, at all. <laughs> uh, but for me to buy from them, uh, it's, it's a lot cheaper to, to try to find it somewhere else or I almost get it from eBay to, to a certain extent.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's, uh. One thing with Entertainment Earth is
1: they're good for their American customers. For Canadian customers, not so much. Right. It's, uh, a couple of my buddies are distributors too, and a okay. lot of stuff uh, we'll go to. Uh, you know, you guys first, and I've had uh, full K, four waves canceled. I don't know how many waves that I had canceled from them now, from just going through a distributor. Uh huh. And, uh, yeah, they've, they've canceled so many times. I missed out on wow. uh, Masters of the Universe, I so missed out on Wave 2, Wave 4. I had three or four waves that always canceled. I had Godzilla figures canceled. I had a lot of stuff canceled from Entertainment Earth. But a lot of it uh, comes from uh, being in Canada, I think. <laughs>
0: Uh, so cancelling. I talked to, to a lot of, uh,
1: talked to a lot of people from uh, from states, and they got nothing but good stuff to say about them.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I haven't had really any issue besides that one, which they were like fast to rectify, which was cool. Yeah,
3: um, I so heard good stuff about them
1: too, with the exception of you know this these experiences right. through other distributors here. A lot of smaller yeah. stores will order from them as well, and, and yeah. they have seen problem, right? But I don't know if it's where we're in a different country or not, but.
0: Possibly. I don't really know. I just know that what I do love about them is they're quick to answer questions. Um, i trying to think. They pack everything really well, so, like, nothing yeah. comes damaged, which is crazy. Uh, I'm like, dude, why can't? Target, Walmart, and Amazon do, like, this good of a packing job. It's crazy, like, I don't know. I know Entertainment Earth caters to more, like, small businesses and whatnot. Like, that's their bread and butter, basically. Because, like, you don't see, you know, like a retail store, the Walmart, Amazon, and um, Target that's all full wave. Like, you just don't see that get To buy yeah. out of them all individually, like they'll like, oh no, we'll sell you the whole wave because you know that they distribute to like smaller shops. Like when I got the Ant Man Quantum Mania wave, um, I got it from Mike's Toys and stuff in uh Orange, California, which is Southern California.
3: Yeah,
0: I was like, you have gotta be kidding me, you already have that. And while is it isn't it's until July, and here they are starting to show up in well, now it's August, but they're starting to show up towards the end of July. And I already had it and already reviewed it before anyone else put it up. It's crazy. I was like, dude, this is what it's like to have something first before everyone else. <laughs> and to review it. And to have all your videos do really well. Oh, this is awesome. Like, so that's the key to it, man. I got to order full weight from
1: Entertainment Earth. <laughs> I had this one before <laughs> anybody else had it. And I... I I waited too long. I didn't do a review on it. Nobody, there was not one review up on YouTube of this one. I researched it, nothing came up. And I had it for like a week before anybody posted a review. So I totally missed my opportunity to do a review. So, wait, on this
0: so there's use <laughs> reviews. Up. I don't think I've seen a review on that yet. No?
1: I've had no, this one for well over a month, a month and a half. Oh geez. When it was announced, I pretty much had it within a couple of days because it got... Um, <laughs> a few people just got a uh, like almost like a sample case Uh and uh yeah i I was lucky enough to grab it and uh, didn't even open up the box yet
0: well that's the pile right
1: (laughs) yeah i I gotta get up uh i gotta i gotta stop being lazy and uh not necessarily lazy i I just gotta take more initiative i guess to uh get reviews out but I know I'm not going to compete with the bigger channels uh, of getting reviews out first and stuff like that because mm. basically of where I live and how hard it is to, for me to get stuff. But I have been lucky, and I should be jumping on the opportunity when I do get something lucky to put it out before everybody else. But Right.
0: Do you, uh, so I was going to ask do you order from toysnowman.com?
1: Uh, no, I do not, but apparently they get stuff early too. Yeah, because
0: that's I just where, basically
1: the uh... order from my buddy that uh, he, he orders directly from the distributors and stuff. He has oh, okay. a store, uh, a few hours out from St. John's, uh, okay, a smaller community. Uh, so basically, he uh, orders stuff and uh, basically just helps out a lot of local collectors and stuff.
3: Nice, but
1: yeah, oh, everything was... comes from him, and it's uh, so I got one buddy that sells stuff like brand new stuff in a store, uh-huh. and uh, buddy told. Basically, just sells uh, not more vintage stuff and uh, just kind of odds and ends of uh, okay, like older figures and stuff like that. Like, that's basically what Buddy Toad is. Oh, and nice. then my buddy from Paper and Plastic sells like a lot of new comic books and new figures and all that stuff. So, so it's kind of cool. I got someone for everything. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh?
0: I'd say uh, you watch MCU Collector 24 do his reviews
1: on youtube okay i used to i don't watch uh it's kind of weird and sounds bad for me to say because i'm on youtube but i don't watch a whole lot of youtube anymore really i think uh, it's just uh just an overload over the past few years of uh uh, making your own content and stuff right that i just kind of got sick of youtube (laughs) (laughs) and it's just uh, it's overwhelming because i have so many friends with channels and uh Uh I think I burned myself out of trying to keep up with everybody's content. I agree. And it's just, it became, uh, it became work to sit down and support everybody. I know that sounds yep. bad, but no. I mean, I, I want to support you as much as possible, but I, I don't have the time to sit down and watch every single thing you put out. I think right. you make great content. I'll support you in any way, shape or form that I, I can't. But I can tell you up front, I'm not going to sit down and watch every single video I try. <laughs> but it's too hard. It is too hard. It is. And I, I don't expect you to sit down and watch every one of my reviews. I really don't. But we're supportive in, in other ways, right?
0: So, right. Yep. Totally agree. Um,
1: but if I had to sit down and watch whew. the 30 people that I try to support, <laughs> add a yeah, video every single day, cool. a video and shorts every single day. It's like, man, that's that's 12 to 15 hours a day just sitting down and supporting your friends.
0: Yeah. And then you're not doing like you're part of YouTube that you want to do. So, yeah, I, I have scaled back on watching a lot of uh, everybody that we are friends with and like new even new guys that I've been uh, showing. Like when UConn brings on people I've never heard of, like I'm like, yeah. oh, OK, cool. that's new someone new new content. And I'll watch them like at work. I'll watch them because like, I have yeah. time to do it like in between. Yeah, same, I'm doing. same
1: here. Like uh, Sundays and stuff like that, I call my YouTube day. Right, so mm-hmm. Sundays I usually uh, it's my my morning shift. So basically, I work four night shifts and one morning shift. Uh, Sunday is usually my down downtime. Uh, so I watch UConn, Phil, uh every every Sunday night because it's manageable. Because you know I'm awake. Usually right. I'm working or sleeping when everybody's doing their live streams, but Mm -hmm. UConn is that sweet spot where I can actually I'm at home and I'm available. It's usually nine thirty my time, and I can sit down and you know watch his his show. Uh, But yeah, it's it's a challenge.
0: Totally, I that's my thing is I'll put on something while I'm at work and try to watch it in between, like doing what I'm doing, and then when I come home, I'll try to. Either if I didn't finish it, finish it at home or try to watch someone else's. But I'm just like, okay, I should be... Same thing, I should be doing this, this, and that. Like, I should be preparing stuff for dinner or, I don't know, it could be like a million things I need to do. And it's become, like you said, it's starting to become work. And I do my part as far as, like, watching. I still watch everybody, but it's not, like, the day it drops, like, and maybe two days later yeah
1: and i'm the same way and usually uh i don't know what notifications are like for you but if you have like 30 20 30 channels that you have notifications turned on and you try to watch all our content you end up missing a whack of stuff dude oh totally like i'm I'm good friends with rb and i try to watch all of all of his content as well Uh and but every now and then same thing with yourself i have to manually go to your channel to uh-huh. see if you released anything because i am not getting notifications and a yep. lot of times if you don't get notifications you tend to forget about <laughs> mm-hmm. not forget yep. about the person but you 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 know you, you kind of forget the, the oh man did t3 put out a new video today like i haven't seen anything from him for a while and then you go in to your channel it's like oh crap he's got like six videos since the last time i've been onto the channel <laughs> right so you kind of lose track because it is yeah. like i said it's, it's a it's an abundance of creators out there, and uh, oh, totally! It's it's impossible to, to keep up with everybody.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a. a I think since COVID, like I know we talked about this earlier, um, but since COVID, because there were, it, we were we were trapped in the house, basically we yeah. couldn't really go out. There was a whole generation of new collectors that just started collecting and started doing YouTube. And you start. I I don't know about for you, but I, on my like on my end, I'm starting to see a lot of those guys that I've watched during COVID kind of like go away. Yeah, they're still doing content, but they're not doing as much. They're doing like maybe one or two a month. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like okay, so it kind of shows you like who's the real collectors and who's who isn't and who was in it for the time being, I guess. Yeah, as I call it. I want almost want to call him if for not that. It's just like you can see who's actually passionate about the community and like actually doing the content. And yeah. it's been interesting. Like my watching everything, everybody's stuff has really dwindled down. It's like now I watch, you know, the core guys, of friend, of, like who we're friends with. But yeah. it's not like, it's not like I said, I don't watch it the same day. Like I have to watch it either at work or maybe a couple days later. Yeah, because so.
1: my thing is, if it's like like yourself and RB and, and a few other people, especially, uh, if I'm going to watch it, I'm not just going to let it play true so you get your watch hours and just mm-hmm. leave it Like, I I actually want to sit down and I want to be in tune with what, you know what I mean? And actually right. pay attention to it. So that, yeah. that's that's the other reason why I find it hard, too, is like, yeah, I can go in and click on your stuff and you can get your five minutes worth of watch time and your like and post a little comment. But I would prefer to sit down and. Actually, pay attention and and you know enjoy what you're putting out,
0: right? And that also shows like when you're actually watching it from start to beginning, and commenting that you know like oh they really watched my video versus yeah. There's some guys out there I'm not gonna name names and I'm not giving them shit. Based I'm just saying like they'll be like leave a comment, they'll like it, they'll leave a comment, and you know that they maybe watch watch 30 seconds and fast forward through the whole thing. Yeah, like it's the same comment over, over, over again, all the time on like videos. It's like, okay, so obviously, I appreciate you liking it and leaving a comment, but I, I know you didn't really watch it because you know who watches it. But like, oh, dude, did you see that you missed like this action figure? Or oh, I can't believe yeah. you had you found all that. Like, I literally will watch everyone's video and be like, yeah. I can't believe you just missed that freaking action figure. That's super hard to find. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, dude, I can't. How did I miss that? I'll have to go back on my video and watch. And then, like Stephen Collectibles, for instance, he doesn't do very many videos as much because I think he kind of got burnt out. Which yeah. he got, which is understandable because, you know, he got to 5,000 subs and it just, like, I think he got overwhelmed, which is rightfully so. Like, he was very popular.
1: Yeah, and, he had a lot of people, like when he does live streams and stuff, he used to have a lot oh, of people a yeah. big, big community, like, uh, community, but big following there. Oh, yeah. And he I, commented on, I, I had no clue who he was, and he commented on one of my reviews. So then, you know, I, I went and checked out his channel, subscribed, started watching him and stuff like that from that. Yeah, And, uh, you know, he's a cool dude.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a really cool dude. I just remember this one time he was – it was, I want to say, like the last couple of months maybe, and there was a, a figure – I can't remember what it was now. I know it was hard to find. Says here. And he literally like was scouring everything. And he just had like his phone he was going through the aisle. And I messaged him. I'm like, dude, do you know you just missed whatever, whatever it was? And then he read my message, I don't know, like three or four hours later. He's like, no. He's all, no, I didn't. Did I? I'm like, yeah. Go back to your video. And he's like, screenshot it so i screenshot him that and he was like oh my god how did i miss that i was <laughs> like dude we're like when you're toy hunting your tunnel vision you're just looking
1: yeah if you're looking for specific like items, yeah because i'm after yeah, walking i walk past so much stuff and my son's like dad i was like yeah
3: <laughs> like i wasn't anyway. expecting like how in the
1: world did i walk past that right so yeah and he's got a keen eye too man like he he notices everything and uh same with my daughter, too. And, uh, and that's why I like uh, when they come with me. So yeah, that's why that's I like awesome. school because uh, I go out around 10 in the morning on uh, Fridays. Uh, and uh, so that's why I like when school's out. So they kind of go with me and uh, <laughs> bring. So it's a family event. <laughs>
0: uh, you're getting two for one, basically. You're getting the bonding time, the collecting. And then when you miss stuff, they're easy to call out. Oh, you missed this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's why I liked my son going, but now he gets bored, and I'm like... Yeah.
1: All right. I just like my I'm kids with YouTube. Something. They don't find this stuff interesting at all. My son is the one that wanted me to, to start a channel. They don't watch my stuff. Nah.
3: <laughs> that? My son
1: actually stopped by. They're out to their grandparents, which is... Uh, they're three hours away right now. Uh, uh, okay. they been out to spend some time on their uh, summer vacation with their grandparents. They have... Nice. Uh, all my family is... Out uh, in Bonavista, which is a three and a half hour drive from here. Oh wow! So my parents are out there, and my wife's parents are out there, and that's where we're originally from. Uh, so yeah, two of them stopped by to live stream last night, which is which is pretty funny, right? And it's like the probably only the second time my daughter ever stopped by or watched the channel. She don't watch the channel at all, uh, my wife doesn't have any interest in it. Uh, uh,
0: my my wife's the same thing. She hates my hobby. Yeah, she's like it's too expensive and I'm like well I can either be doing this or I can be out with the friends that I used to hang out with all the time that drink all the time and I think this is more constructive and safer yeah yeah my my son does I I ask them all do you watch my son he's all no I'm not even subscribed to you I'm all what the heck dude (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, no, I've subscribed to you, but then I unsubscribe to you all the time, and then I subscribe. And I'm like, oh, that's messed up, man. But yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll watch, he'll watch my videos because he's he's looking for certain things like transformers all the time. Yeah, They're like, oh my gosh, you didn't tell me they had that transformer. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm tunnel vision. Like I heard there was something out and I literally had to go and go see it for myself if it was there or not. And yeah, it's. It's funny, and he'll he'll like when we did the podcast live. He would always be in the chat. Well, he wouldn't be always in the chat, but he I knew he was watching because I could hear him in his room on yeah. his phone. And I'm like, okay, so he's watching it. I'm like, cool. So I sometimes I have to be careful what I'm saying because uh, I don't want him to rat me out to my wife sometimes. So. <laughs>
1: yeah i never uh, know what my kids are watching and, and like i said my mom watches all the time so that's why i try to keep my stuff as clean as possible yeah uh, you know sometimes words do slip out but it is what it is uh you know we're not perfect yeah. but
0: <laughs> right no kidding i try to keep
1: my channel as as clean as possible I and mean, just in case he goes to school and he's like yeah my dad reviews toys on youtube right and it's not made for kids but at the same time if a kid wants to watch it then mm-hmm. i try to have it you know what i mean
3: yeah, no, I
0: totally
1: get it. Watch, right,
0: right, yeah, like uh, my son, like can't remember, I know his, some of his friends know that I do toy hunting. Some of them can't, I think he just told me recently, he was like, a whole bunch of his friends follow me on Instagram. I'm like, what? I'm all, since when? He's old. They've been following you pretty much since you started, and I was like, oh, that's so weird. I'm like, that. Yeah, some cool. of my
1: daughter's friends Uh they... <laughs> they follow me too. And uh, she's like, Oh yeah, we watch your dad all the time. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird, but it's it uh, is kind it's of weird. And yeah. I think someone asked me a while back too. He's like, do you ever get recognized when you go anywhere? I was like, no, nobody knows who I am here at all. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't hear either. It's weird. Cause when I was in SAC uh, recently someone recognized me. And I was like, what the hell weird is that? I'm like you're two hours away. Like, he like looked at me. I'm like, you're are you T3? I'm all yeah. I'm all yeah. He's like, I'll watch you on YouTube. I was like, oh cool, thanks, man. <laughs> it was like so weird. I was like, that's so weird. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool, man. I'm all thanks. Thanks for your I'm all thanks for your sub. And he's like, oh yeah. And he was, I will always comment on your videos too. I'm like, I was like, oh, really? And then I never I never asked him like what his name was on YouTube. I'm like, what an idiot I am. <laughs> i was like oh i'm gonna shout him out and i, I was like oh, i'm a stupid idiot
1: yeah but yeah well, it, was, well, it, was, yeah, it at, was cool at the time i had like four thousand subs and he's like really man like no one recognizes you i'm like no i'm usually behind the camera it's only my saturday night uh when i do live streams that i'm actually in front uh-huh. of the camera but he's like out of 4 000 people no one recognizes you. i was like no man like it's you gotta realize most of my audience or people that watch my reviews are uh more uh I think more people are, are from America than I think like 65 or 70% of my viewers are from America mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to Canada, let alone Newfoundland. Right. So it's uh, yeah, it's good. I, I don't want anybody right. to recognize yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, comfortable being super uh, awkward. Behind Honestly, the camera.
0: Yeah. So when that ever happens, it's, for me, like that was the first time, and it was like it totally threw me off. I was just like, "What?" Didn't like register right away, and I was like, "Wait, yeah. what?" He's like, "Yeah, I watched you on YouTube," and I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm like in my head, I'm like, that's so weird." That I was yeah. recognized <laughs> somewhere that I don't live. I'm like, oh "Okay," and then like I like totally like got out of it. And I was like, "Oh yeah," and then I started talking to him and
1: yeah. whatnot, and.
0: I'm just like, The only wow. time I had any that's, kind of
1: uh, a moment like that was uh, a couple weeks ago. I was to a grocery store and I was getting checked in. I uh, just bought a few groceries and the little girl, or not a little girl, but uh, the girl behind the counter was kind of like looking at me. It's kind of looking at me. And I think she must have really like recognized me, but I don't know if it's from YouTube uh-huh. or, or something else, but she definitely recognized me from somewhere. And uh, you can tell that she's she's into collecting and that kind of stuff. So I was like, I think she recognized me, but she didn't want to to say anything about it. But right, that was the, the that was the closest thing I ever had to uh, anything like that. <laughs> I
0: mean, it, it is cool because you're just like you don't know who's really watching you, I guess. And
1: uh, I don't know, it
0: definitely like I'll tell you what, it'll throw you off, and then. Eventually, like, if it happens more and more, you'll just kind of get, I guess get used to it. Uh, maybe not, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I'll ever get used to it if people start recognizing me, but i I think locally here, I think some of these, like I know one of the target employees knows that I do it. Yeah, um, so he he I, I always go to him. I'm like, hey, do you can you grab this from me out of the back? I'm like, I know you're not allowed to or not supposed to anymore. He's like, "Yeah, man, I got you." And I'm like,, all right, cool, I appreciate it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. YouTube is very yeah. interesting. And I'm not ready for that status, like a Kyle Peterson or a Chardamus. No. If I, if I ever get there, I don't know. But I just I'm – not, I'm not ready if for I that. If I ever do, I I'll think... be
1: the same 500 sub Everything's Plastic that tries to comment on everybody <laughs> and shout out people. And, yeah, I'll, I don't think I'll ever change. I'll, I'll still be the same same person i know a lot of those guys if you comment on it they don't even reply to your comments anymore and i i know it's probably overwhelming right. to be honest. But, but
0: oh yeah it's gotta be Especially when you get thousands of comments a day every time yeah. you post a
1: video like, again yeah, sure
0: yeah man uh geez
1: well i'm excited to see it, what uh, it's, uh, that tv interview guys that I said we recorded that's actually going yeah. live, uh not live but it's going on air around september october
0: Okay, cool. So
1: I'm curious to see the outcome if anybody actually watches it, and if anybody sees me on TV, if it's going to have any kind of uh, impact on the channel. Uh, you so never yeah, know. I'm kind of excited for that.
0: So are they going to uh, do? They have a YouTube channel? Or are they going to post it on YouTube as well?
1: I think it'll probably go on YouTube as well. Uh, okay, but it's uh, I know like the show comes on at uh, eight thirty on a Wednesday. Okay. So, I, I don't even know how many people is going to be watching it, to be honest, but I don't know. It'd be cool to, yeah, to man, see have... comes out of it.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be cool, too. That does go but by. The bad dude, thing dude, is, yeah, when he go... interviewed
1: me, I was at a thousand subs, so... <laughs>
0: oh, shoot.
1: And we were talking about uh, the upcoming Batman movie, so they're going to know that it's pre-recorded, like six or seven months down the road. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, heck, man, if that, when that happens and it goes on youtube you gotta let us know because you know that we got we all here and your community of friends you know we're gonna support you we'll we'll watch it
1: definitely i think it's like a 10 minute interview or 15 minute interview
0: hey dude 10 minutes 15 minutes all you need
1: yeah it's on tv get your face out there
0: (laughs) yeah you're gonna get your face out there and people are gonna start recognizing you hopefully and then it's gonna really weird you out
1: yeah yeah
0: Hey, aren't you the guy that collects toys? You're like, oh yeah, that's weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when are you gonna grow up, man?
0: <laughs> never. That's a, no. my, that's, a, that's funny, dude. My my parents say all the time, When are you gonna grow up? I'm never, dude. I'm a kid at heart. I always will be.
1: It's funny for me because I only started collecting uh like I said, past five or six years. So I think I was like 32 or uh-huh. 33 when I started collecting. So I'm I'm late to the game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I think you still had it. You still had it in like oh, yeah. the heart
1: yeah. and stuff. So
3: it's not I think really having that. A late. Having
1: a kid, yeah, like having my when we had our son and stuff like that, when he started buying buying toys and stuff, that's when it really brought stuff back, memories back. Right. Like now, like yeah. you know, the younger generation sits down with their phones and their iPads and and all that stuff. Uh, but when I yep. see my son like sitting on the floor playing with his toys, I'm like, yeah, that's that's you know. That's what it means to be a child, man. Like, that's, that's, oh. that's what Oh, are made for. Totally. And that's
3: my that's son does. It's my painful too.
1: sometimes, though. When he, uh, he's yeah. sitting down with Marvel Legends and he's playing them together, I'm like, oh my God, he's <laughs> going to scuff them up. <laughs> my <laughs> collector in me is like cringing <laughs> watching him play. I was like, oh my God. He's got this Spider Man, the PS4 Spider Man, like the original uh-huh. one, not, not the re release. Oh. And I don't yeah. have that one in my collection. I passed on it. I don't know why. I oh jeez. Cuz there were so many. There was actually a peg warmer here, right? So I was like, "Yeah, this is going to be always available." And then all of a sudden they all just disappeared. And then shot up in price. And yep. uh, so he's sitting there with his and I take it up and I look at it and the paint scraped off of it and it's like paint's oh man, it's painful.
0: <laughs> I actually but got it's, that it's one. I'm excited that
1: he's playing with toys.
0: I actually got that Spider-Man Think on a restock on a random restock that GameStop had like shortly after it came out, and I, I I know I ordered it and I think I had it shipped to the store. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that thing has been in my closet, It hasn't been opened. It's been sitting there. And my son was like, "He's like, I didn't know you had that." I'm like, "Are you sure?" I'm pretty sure you. Uh, I'm pretty sure you knew that you I had it, and he's like, "No." Because I have the... Like you, I have the new one. Yeah. That's an awesome and, okay, yeah, I have it. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, I dude, I love this. It's on that Renew Your Vows body, which I still don't have. That's the one pack, two pack I don't have is that Renew Your Vows Spider-Man spinneret. I don't, I don't, I don't have that. You.
1: Actually, I'm looking at Yeah, it.
0: I was... I was dumb, and I was like, oh, they'll have plenty of them, and that was the one that was the... It's the hardest one to find, of course.
1: I haven't opened up the
0: Venom and Null spec yet either. Oh, yeah. I, I opened that, but I put it back. It's awesome. That null is awesome.
1: It was expensive too. It's 129 bucks here.
0: Oh yeah, dude, that thing was 80, I think, here. 79.99 or something like that. Stupid expensive. Did you get this uh, Miles Morales, the Spider-Man 2?
1: I don't have the the game reverse release or whatever, but I did have the one from the wave. Uh, I can't remember armadillo build a figure wave. I uh-huh. bought that one for That's myself, a good one. and then my son's like my son really likes Miles Morales, so I had to do the dad thing and let him have it. And I can <laughs> I never found one for myself since.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the exact same uh, figure from that wave. Yeah.
1: Actually, they just changed, changed the yellow some of hands. The paint.
0: Yeah. And then the paint is uh, pearlescent on the red. That's the only difference. Oh, okay. But it's so cool. Like, I I ordered from Entertainment Earth and forgot all about it. And I was like, damn it. I was so mad. I was like, dang it. I should have canceled it. But whatever. Yeah. I have it. It's sitting here. My son was doing fake photography with it, which is, you know, at least he's getting some use out of it, I guess, instead of sitting in the box. In my,
1: I'm hoping to find tons of bins that I have over here. Yeah, Eventually. I'm
0: sure they will. It's weird. Yeah, they showed it's weird. A few game this, stops, but it was only one uh, or two of each. This... Yeah, that's usually how it is at GameStop, though. Yeah,
3: and they're On so here, random anyway.
0: too. I know he's a. Yeah, they they don't. Yeah, it's. I know, like one of the guys was telling me if. If I don't personally order it, or someone doesn't at the store order it for themselves, that they don't get it.
1: Yeah, they don't order. Like they stock just anymore. don't
0: get stock of stuff. And like, yeah, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you literally have to pre-order yeah. stuff, and then we'll get it. If someone cancels it, then we'll have it." And I'm like, "Oh, that's
1: stores too, which is weird." And that, that kind yep. of works to everyone's benefit because, like, a store will have it be sitting on the shelves and not selling, so then they'll just move their inventory across different stores.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's which, like the uh, what was it? It was a Star Wars PVC, uh Slave One. That said Slave One on it. Yeah, they had that at this GameStop uh, dude in Chico, which is an hour and fifteen minutes away, because I went. My cousin wanted to buy it, and then we go there, and he ends up not buying them. All we came all the way here for you to buy it. He's like, "Yeah, I just I don't want to spend that kind of money." I was like, "All right, whatever." So then you know eight months later, they have, I think it was last fall. Last fall. They had that, like, 60% off whatever they were doing at GameStop. So, randomly, was was there, and they had it, and I was like, I can't believe they still have this thing here. So, 60% (laughs) off whatever the clearance price was. I don't even remember. I think I paid 50 bucks or something. And I was like, dude, this is a no-brainer. I'm like, I didn't even collect this stuff, but yeah, I'm going to buy this because I figured someone would want it. Yeah. And then I told my cousin and he's like, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, dude, I really want that. I was like, all right, dude, just, you know, I'll just sell it to you what I bought it for. And He's like, okay. And then I think we ended up, I think we just ended up trading something. He, he had a bunch of stuff I wanted that I didn't know he had. And I was like, yeah, we'll just trade. So it ended up working out, but I was just was like crazy. That's an expensive freaking toy. For 50 bucks. Yeah. Thank God. I'm not a TVC collector. <laughs> <sighs> well, anyway, I think it's time to wrap up. It's been almost three hours long.
1: Holy crap. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, awesome. I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy, I love talking to you. It's always, I love talking to you. You're fun. Yeah, to, same talk here, to. Man. It's good to. I
1: think you're one of the fun, yeah, you're one of the best, like one of the nicest people that I, I've came across uh, with just toy collecting and YouTube process and everything else. It's weird. You gravitate uh, yeah, to certain people and, and you're you're one of those people. Yukon uh, UConn feel uh, same way. Yukon's yeah. great. Uh, RB is another one too. Uh, yep. It's a pretty cool community, if man. Anyone doesn't know what,
0: yeah, if anyone doesn't know what RB stands for, it's real bat real underscore Batman. So you can follow him on uh, YouTube and Instagram. So that's what we're referring to as RB, super yeah. super <laughs> duper two good, cool guy.
1: He calls me uh, RB a lot of Batman. Yeah, he calls oh, he, me, he he calls me EP, and I call him RB. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. He's I've been talking to the guy for a long time, and I only found out of his real name late last week.
0: Oh really? I don't even know his yeah. real
1: name. It's always it's uh, always RB or EP, right? Like, I tell people yeah. my real name, so I'm not, like, I'm an open book when it comes to this stuff. Uh, I don't really care. I'll tell you yeah. everything up to That's... my social insurance number and my street address. Everything else, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe. don't really care.
0: It's it's funny, because some of you say that, because everyone calls me T3. So, yeah. when someone says my real name, and I'm like, We're, I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, yeah, what's up? I'm like, what the heck? Because <laughs> T3, I've had since, oh my gosh, 2000, I'm trying to think, 2010, I think I've had, I've been going, it's one of like my nicknames is T3, so I, I just, I had an Instagram account under yeah. a different name, and then I changed it, and that's literally when I changed my name from what I had to this, that's when everything changed on Instagram, like, went it went off and i was like that's so weird that a name change couldn't change everything but i want to change my name changed.
1: since uh since i started getting subscribers to be honest with you and no, don't uh,
0: keep it keep it the way yeah, it is I, I'm, I'm,
1: yeah i'm yeah i'm afraid to change now because like i said it's uh you know you're six thousand i'm six thousand subs in so i was like i don't want to mess yep. with it now but i was never really a fan of the the name it was kind of I was just sitting down. I was like, yeah, I got to call it something. And then I walked down over the stairs, and I'm looking around, and it's just like action figures everywhere. It's just like plastic everywhere. And I was like, yeah, everything's plastic. And I was like, ah, screw it, man. Nobody's ever going to watch my stuff anyway. So every everything's plastic, toy reviews is what we're going to call it. And yeah, a year later, here I am, uh, stuck with yep. a name that I don't really like. But
0: <laughs> Hey, dude, it works, though. A year later. It is
1: what it is. Uh, yeah, and called a later, it later, 6,000. The was, uh, we review everything, and...
3: Anything
0: plastic. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, you're doing you're doing everything good. So don't don't not don't ever think that you're not. You're doing good. You're doing awesome things in the community. You're positive. You're supportive. And that's the main thing about this community is being positive and supportive and uh getting all the negativity out is you know in any which way you can is if you're killing them with kindness and they don't like that, they're gonna leave. And if they do like it it helps them hopefully become more positive and better for the community. So you, my friend, are doing a very good job. You're killing it. Congratulations on all the success you've had with YouTube. Your shorts, I I see your shorts pop up all the time, and I'm like, God dang it, that's what I need to start doing. I need to be more (laughs) diligent on doing shorts. Like UConn, and everything's plastic. They're doing a good job, and that's the one thing that I lack in. But I'm getting there. I'm starting to do a little bit more. You got, got more, a lot of good so. long form
1: content though, and you do awesome toy hunts, and <laughs> you have awesome content as well, man. Like the subs will come. Uh, I just got lucky. I just got fortunate. Uh, like I tell everybody, don't get discouraged. You're. Uh, it, it only takes one video, and uh, I mean, you had you had a bit of luck with a couple of videos now, so. Uh,
3: yeah,
0: and that's funny. That you'll be with me soon enough. <laughs> I only said that because that one I did with the Ninja Turtle stuff was the day it dropped, like two hours after Target opened. Yeah. I had no indication of it doing as well as it's doing and it's continually doing well. It's analytically looking at it like it's weird that four hundred to four, five hundred per day it's watched that much. I'm like, yeah. it's not even that long. It's yeah. at 12K. And I'm like, this is nuts.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: crazy. Awesome. I'm like, I, I get it. Turtles are a big thing. So, yeah, just right time, right place, right timing.
1: That's how YouTube is. Yeah. There's millions. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say there's thousands of people out there that do it a lot better than uh, some of the bigger YouTubers. But nobody knows. Oh, I, agree. Them. Uh, I I come across so many channels that are a million times better than mine, and they're below 500 subs, or they're below a thousand subs, and I'm like, man, this person should be where I'm too and I should be down where they're to. But it's you—you have, you have no control over that stuff. So, no,
0: it's weird how YouTube pushes that. And I actually just heard. Well, recently, I was watching one of the one of these really big YouTubers and. They're just saying like how they're starting to see more, uh, you, I guess, toy hunters that are under a thousand subs being, being pushed into their like feed more. I'm yeah. like, really? It's so weird because I I'm starting to see more and more of the big time YouTubers more uh, or more now than I ever had before. Yeah, it's so strange, and I'm like, that's so weird.
1: I don't see any of the bigger channels I'm on anymore, even though even though I'm still subscribed to them. Uh, it's, uh-huh. it's always there's a lot of smaller channels that I never heard of before, and uh, I'll make a habit of going on, commenting on them, on their videos, subscribing. Uh, I just want them to know that they're doing a good job, right? Because your subscriber count has no, uh, it doesn't matter what your subscriber count is; it's got no impact impact on how good your your content is. Like, uh, and I think sometimes channels get judged by that. And uh, uh, so that's totally why I like did. a lot of smaller channels, man. Like there, there's a lot of smaller guys that are killing it. And, uh, Oh yeah. That's why I try to do weekly yeah. shout outs and stuff like that. Just, uh, just to put them out there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, that that's, that's,
0: that's something that I've seen you do and, uh, RB do. And
3: yes, uh, we
0: like, don't uh, view this RB stuff just- as
1: competition at all. Uh, some people are very yeah, competitive. They, they want, yeah. You know I, I don't care if someone wants to watch someone else's review over mine go for it man like i don't care it's uh i'm not like that it's not competition for me man uh if i can no. bring everybody up to a thousand subs like uh, a thousand subs is an awesome accomplishment uh, i think it is uh if i can get anybody to a thousand subs i do it i i don't care yeah i mean're the not, not getting viewed over me i don't care either like it's it is mm-hmm. what it is man
0: yeah, I'm not in the competition either. That's no. the funny thing is I think – I feel like some people feel like I am, but I'm really not. I just, like
1: – I think people get to a certain would... point and then they view it as competition, but I, it's, it's not. It's right. Like, no. The more subscribers I... I get, the more I can hopefully uh, get other people's names out there and get them some subscribers too, right? But... As long as they're decent people. but
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's the funny thing is, like, with you – uh, I think at the time when you were on Yukon, fills, you were at four thousand. I think
1: three or four, yeah, yeah,
0: somewhere in that realm, yeah, in that realm. And that's like when I got uh, to know you a bit more. And yeah, I, and to hear you're at 6k, like I didn't even realize that until now when you said that. I was like, dude, he was just at four when we started, yeah, like, I got six thousand subs,
1: so like, uh. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm mean, at six thousand one hundred and seventy-seven subs are now, and I got six thousand subs like three days ago, three or four days ago.
0: Oh, dude, that's awesome.
1: It's not it's uh yeah, it, it's crazy. I I can't I can't wrap my brain around it to be honest with you, but well, I you know
0: you're doing you're doing good content and you're you know doing the they're doing this stuff like the shorts, which they even, even a lot of people are even saying that shorts is the way it needs yeah. to be, that you should be doing them. And like you said, UConn said it too, because that's how I remember when Yukon was super frustrated that he wasn't even at a thousand subs yet. And I, and I remember reaching out to him, I barely knew him. And I was like, Yeah, man, like I get it, but just take your time. Like you really got to focus on, like, well, I noticed the one thing I noticed you're not doing you're not doing hashtags, you're not doing descriptions, and all that when I yep. noticed when I started doing more and more of that and the tag, and, and actually like what it says is add tags, like doing that. And then he was like, oh, okay. He's all like, thanks for the advice. And he was getting advice from everybody. And then he blew up when he started doing all those shorts. And I was like, good yep. for him, man. Yeah. Good for him. It's all it takes one video, one short people latch on and you know, they become your fan and that's cool to me. Yeah. So
3: I, I, it's, like it's I awesome, said, you're,
0: you're doing a good job. Um, there's, you're the, like seriously one of the nicest dudes that I've met through this community. So
1: I try to be <laughs> that goes
0: a long way. Yeah. I mean, that goes a long way. Like, like you said, I gravitate towards people like that. And the moment people start becoming negative and consistently, that's when I like back away.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I, I, when you can figure out your, shit basically and like not be that way like you can we can start communicating more but until then like i want nothing to do with you and until you can straighten your shit out basically
1: yeah i try to be positive but not to the point where it overwhelms people with positivity mm -hmm. i'm just myself like uh, that's the that's the thing um I, i am negative to a certain point but i'm never Negative to the point where I tear people down. Like I'm not negative towards other people, but my mindset, what I I think sometimes can be negative. But I'm just, I just be myself. That's it. And uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I know some people are just like too friggin' positive to the point where it's just like, just it's just too much. It's it's fake. Yeah, and and it's I'm just like I I I want everybody to do well. I'm going to be supportive, but at the same time, I'm not going to be fake. Uh, I'm right. not going to blow smoke up people's ass to make them feel better. It's just I'm I'm just going to be me, yep. and
0: uh, that's the thing. That's why I enjoy talking to you because I'm the same way. I'm not going to sugarcoat yeah. nothing. Um, I'm going to tell you.
1: Tell well, like you it is, want man.
0: my yeah. If you want me to tell you like what I think, I'm going to tell you. You may not like it, but it exactly. is what it is. It's going to be the same thing. You may tell me something I don't like. it's just got to be real, you know, man. Yeah, it's just like that's how it is, and. That's how you build a stronger friendship relationship with people and just being real with each other. If you can't be real, then I know you and I are that way. Like we don't want you to be around, and that's fine with me. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. This has been oh, man, great. I know, I know it's been a long, long process to get this to happen, and we've been on here a long time, but that's okay. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, before we, uh, we go and end this, go ahead and do some plugging of yourself because, you know, that's what we like to do. We want <laughs> you to do good.
1: Yeah, well, I'm on TikTok, uh, Everything's Underscore Plastic. I'm on Facebook. I have my own Facebook group, uh, which I don't have a lot of traction on that. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm hard to get a following on Instagram as well. So if anybody wants to check out uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, the Facebook, uh, Everything's Plastic Facebook group, I'm on that as well. I've been trying to get channel memberships going. Uh, If anybody wants to be a member, let me know what you want to see, and I'll do my best to get out the content that you guys want. Same thing with Patreon. I'm on Patreon as well. Uh, But yeah, that's it, man.
0: There you go. I'm everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you don't, I know he doesn't plug this, and I'm going to do it for him anyway. He also is the Entertainment Earth affiliate. So if he (laughs) ever decides to post links, Please order from him so it can help him and the channel. If you don't
1: order from T, T3, uh, oh, mine's uh, Plastic27 is my uh, affiliate code if anybody ever wants to use it. but There you go. Uh, use T3s instead.
0: <laughs> or use one or the other. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I, will, I will
1: push other people to get a sale before I push myself to get a sale. Oh, stop. No, uh, that's the way geez. i am man well
0: this has been fun um i appreciate it like i said i know jason had to cut out early and it's been great continuing to get to know you and i can't wait to you know do more lives or whatever we decide that we want to yeah, do yeah i still like, gotta
1: get you on my channel yet man when i get the interviews yep. back uh i've been taking a little break from the interviews because i don't know i've just been kind of going through some stuff so uh just sitting down unboxing stuff or putting to get our model kit and chat with everybody. It's more, uh, not a one-on-one, but it's a more intimate setting, uh, with subscribers and friends and stuff like that. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime, we'll get back really. to get interviews. Uh, I like yeah. to have you on the channel.
0: <laughs> of course. Anytime, you know, whenever awesome. you're ready, no one's pushing anyone to do anything they don't want to do right now. So yeah, for sure. But yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, that is it. That has been the Overgrown 30 Days podcast with Everything's Plastic or as you can, I call him Chris all the time, so go follow him on all those social media platforms. And Until then, we'll catch you later. Have a good day, evening, whoever's listening to this. Peace. <laughs>